Good evening, everybody. Welcome in. We are live. Welcome into the show. Welcome into the stage of Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and here we are on a Sunday night together again. Uh, we got a lot to do. <laughs> we, we get crazy enough. I don't understand, Stevens Aaron, how we have so much to do when we had six and a half hours last night to do it. I don't get it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host, making all kinds of people super happy with me today. <laughs> Between the country music and my smart aleck attitude on the official Discord, I am making many, many friends this weekend. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Who's hanging out on a Talking Trek server sound off? You guys hit it. Welcome in. Who is here? Data Systems, you're kicking us off tonight. Server 27, thank you. Fire Force on server 26. Thank you, Bernard on 28. Captain Oblivious, server 30 in the house. Zakara on 136. PBR, server 39, thank you. Actually, is it 39 or 11? Or both? Oh, are you a super grinder? He's a super grinder. Hey, what's up, JT Bob? To uh, server 156, thank you. Savannah on 8. Joker on 16. Slaughter, server 34, thank you. Commander Taylor, 192. Raj Al Ghul. Ooh, that's from the, the Green Arrow show. Raj Al Ghul. I like your name. Thank you. Server 138. What's up, Shintari? Server 32. Subcommander on 32. Jayberg on 32. 32 representing tonight. Thank you. Caramel Thunder, Server 8. Sitting Bowl, Server 40. I thought you were watching football. I thought you were walking, watching the Falcons. <laughs> it is early. We got time. We got all kinds of time. Hey, what's up, Techies? Some Euro server, he says. What's up? Ivana Bond on 136. Deuces Wild, 17. Gallum on 21. Dahagas, server 16. Bubba Booey, he says. Swab on 22. Triplets on 11. Raging Ginger on 31. Lieutenant Bennett on 35. Fallopian on 29. Silent Killers on server 31. Patron St. Nick's, server 10. Thank you. Alf, the cat eater. A frightening individual. Threatening my way of life. Meow. Her. Herc on server 9, thank you. Meow's on 27, Iron Chef on 14, and the list goes on. I didn't read as many tonight, G. I just, uh, I moved slow tonight. <laughs> 81 additional messages. Welcome into the show. How is everybody doing this evening? G, welcome in. It's been a minute since we've had you here. Good evening and welcome from server 9 tonight. How is uh, the level 50 bro and the, uh, my friend with his own helicopter. Get to the chopper! How are you? Hello there. You doing well? I gotta, I gotta move all my beer cans. <laughs> I had my studio is a wreck right now, G. Like I don't know actually how this happened. I mean, I guess I do know how this happened. I'm pretty sure it happened last night. My studio. I was gonna say, was it like a mountain, Mountain Dew field? <laughs> six hours. It was. We went six and a half hours last night. I may be a little bit tired this evening. We may even potentially. Move quick tonight so I can just kind of go lay down. I'm a little bit sleepy. Uh, it was a marathon show last night, Gregor. But you know what? I will tell you this. If you, if you are a player that loves math, because I know that there's so many of you, right? Uh, if you love math, last night is probably one of the coolest videos you got to watch. We had uh, with us last night, Gregor, we had some of the game's brightest minds. And, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not, it just, I mean, I didn't plan it. It just happened. We had 
uh, Arrow here, who's a, a mathematician. We had Dekix. We had Hugo, who's a, just a certifiable officer expert. Um, it was it was ridiculous watching these guys work last night, Gregor. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about looking at, at Fat Mud and Goon, all right, running synergy and then trying to find percentage proc rates. And, and you know what's insane about that? Uh, what's crazy about that is that they were never wrong. Like, they would predict a scenario. And, and here's the thing. We've got RNG in this game. We've got RNG in this game. It, it, would, it would be so possible for, for them to be wildly incorrect. You know, Bubba, you were here. You were on the stage. Let me just ask you. I know you're a really bright mind as well. Like, you, you think outside the box. You're really good with officers. But have you – I mean, I think I'm good with officers. But have you ever seen anything like last night? These guys – I mean – Last night was wild. Last night was crazy. These guys were, were – they were predicting outcomes. And crazy enough, they were predicting outcomes accurately. Like, I'll tell you this six one. Six and a half hours, though, so I'll never know. Six and a half. Two, two L, TLDW, too long didn't watch. We're going we're gonna to fill you in on a few of those things. Obviously, I want to drive some people to watch that video if you can, but totally understandable. It was six hours. It was just a live stream, and there's a lot of fluff. We got in there, and we just, we just fooled around. As a matter of fact, I will tell you this, tell you this uh, for Star Trek Fleet Commanders, like the last 90 minutes, you don't have to worry about. Like, unless you just want some entertainment, because the last 90 minutes, we actually, like, we got fried, right, Bubba? Our brains just stopped working, and we decided to play a different game. In the same stream, <laughs> sorry, Scopes, <laughs> in the same stream for Star Trek Fleet Command, we started playing a different game. Six hours in, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I, was just, I was fried. It was late. It was early, whatever you want to call it. And, I, I had to play. And don't believe, mm -hmm. don't believe each time that DJ says he's going to end the stream as you're watching it. You know, because you I, ended the stream like 15 times. Because I wanted to go. I like. I mean, I knew it was too long. You know, there's going to be players like Gregor that'll never get through that. Never, ever, ever. So uh, maybe what we'll try, Gregor, to to uh, concisely uh, bring the most important information that we discovered last night. As a matter of fact, you guys see in the show teaser. Uh, there's some there's some dangerous stuff in here, Arrow. Arrow, come on and hop up to the stage. We're we're going to be talking to you a lot tonight since you did conduct. Uh, a lot of this testing and, and kind of came up with some of these theories and even solved the, the thing going on with Troy. It, it's just it's just bonkers. All right. Now, the the good news is for those of you listening live, a great deal of research was conducted into Borg probes. Now, why would we do Borg probes? Well, there's an event, a, a crazy long event, a solo leaderboard for 72 hours. And some people are putting up ridiculous scores. As a matter of fact, even me looking at the score and, and looking and wondering how is that even possible? I, I looked at the score. And by the way, number one in my board, uh, Bubba, has gone up even more. He, he clearly got his two cells this morning and went back to town. Last night, he had 1.6 million points. And we mathed it out using, using the level 33 system. He had killed 997 hostiles. Now, that is mind-boggling, how you can do 997 hostiles in a token-gated system. He couldn't have had... I mean, we figured it out. Ripper had 20, but he doesn't do Borg ever. So he still had his gift chest, the four extra, Bubba, from last time, and then got yep. four more this time. 
So so he was at like, uh, yeah, it was 19 or 20, he said he was. And, and if somebody did that, that's fine, but that means you couldn't have been done Borg in like the last week and a half. Most people don't sit on Borg. You know, they, they do Borg because they need the actives or inerts or charged or whatever it is. So it just, it was mind-boggling. Absolute mind-boggling on that. So anyway, forgive me. I'm trying to clear out, uh, trying to clear out the place in my studio where I can put my notes because there's, there's cans. I don't even remember some of these. <laughs> Bud Light. Oh, I remember this one. The Crown Royal Whiskey and Cola. Do you guys know that Crown Royal makes a canned drink? It's a mixed drink. It's whiskey and Cola. I guess they can't call it Crown and Coke because they probably don't have permission from Coke, right? Coca-Cola. It's a purple can. It's even textured. Listen. I don't know if you can hear that. That's my fingers. It's a textured can. It's actually kind of very classy. Uh, yeah, that's a drinking game. Every time I say we're getting ready to wrap up the show, go get a drink. All right, now. Uh, listen, in the show teaser, I put this in here, and, and I um, am going to take a minute. I joked, maybe, not, not even a joke, in the, in the fluffer time while we're playing music, <clears throat> I, I made the small comment that I'm, that I'm a little bit in my feels tonight. Gregor, um, one of the things that I have always loved about radio, and, and this is completely off the beaten path, sorry guys, I, I promise, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to substitute out tonight. I am going to do this small little feature very quickly, but we'll skip the stupid news, all right? We'll skip the stupid news because I have something serious that I'd like to say tonight. Um, one thing that I have always loved, Gregor, about radio, about talk radio specifically, is that not only do, do I get to meet people, I get to, and, but people get to know me. There's no way that I could possibly talk to on a regular everyday basis everybody who listens to this show it's just like that in normal radio tens of thousands of people would listen to a morning show and feel like they get to know this person they feel like they know their family and they know things about them and they know things about you know what they do and their real life you know activities whether it's good or bad or whatever we feel like we get to know people that we that we listen to a lot and you guys listen a lot I mean if you listen to every piece of content that we do it's sometimes north of five or six hours a week sometimes more so one of the things that I've always really loved about talk radio is crazy enough not even outside uh, outside the gaming community but it is the community uh, and it's getting to know people and then them getting to know me um, and and in doing so it gives me a platform Gregor, and I know that that, that is going to sound funny. Wait, what are you talking about, DJ? Like, you're not supposed to be using this as a platform for anything. We don't do, <clears throat> we don't, <clears throat> excuse me, we don't do politics. We don't do controversial subjects most of the time. We, we don't get into things that, that, that could, you know, offend people or whatever. Like, we, we handle it responsibly. So there's a couple of things that, that I want to, to draw attention to uh, almost a year ago I introduced you to my niece Halen and you guys have just God, you've accepted her as, as like your own niece it, it, it's crazy you guys have done amazing things for her this past week we met Liam uh, and I want to thank Jason for uh, introducing us to Liam who is just an, an incredible little boy let me tell you uh, Jason uh, and I haven't shared this with you yet I'm going to do it live right here on the air I see you in the audience you had reached out to your contact at the Great Cycle Challenge, and you told them, apparently, you told them about us and what we do here. And I got an email this past week, Gregor, 
from uh, a marketing girl, like a, a you know a, a, a spokesperson for the Great Cycle Challenge. And they uh, and the Great Cycle Challenge for those that haven't listened or don't know yet is um, is is a ride. It's a bicycle ride where you know riders get paired up with kids. They pledge to ride in Jason's case 500 miles this year. Gregor, he's going to ride on his bike 500 miles, and in doing so, he asked for pledges. He asked for donations that that he never touches. Goes straight in to the Great Cycle Challenge for childhood cancer research. Now, I, uh, I've i said to you guys, you guys know that that I, I am very passionate about causes with children or, or animals is another one. We haven't done that in a while, but like, you know, shelters. I'm very active with, with our local humane society and, and shelters. And, and, uh, and I know I've shared this with people before. Like I've, I've never, I've never paid for an animal. Like I've never gone out and bought an animal, like uh, every single one of the animals. And we've got several, every single animal at my house is a rescue animal. And, and that's fine. Whatever. I don't, I don't care, you know, what you do. It's, that's just something important to me. Um, I, I got no judgment. I, I just like, there's those animals there just want nothing more than to be loved, you know, to love and to be loved. And, uh, and so that's important to me. So this show, Gregor, gives me a platform to, to share with you guys some of the things that I'm really passionate about and things that I'm, that uh, I'm kind of an activist for. Whether or not you agree or whether or not it's something important to you, it, it kind of just gives you a little bit of insight into me and, and lets me share. I love storytelling. I think that is no secret because of this show. You guys know I like to talk. I like to talk about silly things sometimes, and sometimes I talk about other serious things, and I can take, as Big Country says, I can take a 15-minute topic and turn it into an hour, Gregor. I've got a gift, the gift of gab. All right. But <clears throat> that does allow me to to tell you guys about something when I feel like it. And I know that earlier this year, we did it in June, we did it in May, um, when we had an opportunity to talk to or, or send our appreciation and our thanks to mothers and fathers and single mommies and single daddies all across the world. Um, even though we talked about it on the day that the United States celebrates it, we know that New Zealand celebrates it at a different time. We know that the European Union celebrates it at a different time, but that's always been really important to me, uh, really important to me. Family is super important to me. Um, you guys know, even tonight, I was late for the show. I was having dinner with the kids. Um, so family is super duper important to me. And, and I hope that it is for, for a lot of you. I hope that you have family, even if they're not bio family. Right? I hope you got friends that you consider family, that you can sit down with and have a drink with or have a meal with and talk about your life. I hope that people have that. I hope that we provide that to some of you. I, I, Ripper's not here tonight. He's in bed. I love this kid. The more we talk, the more I love this kid. And he's a kid. And he even joked about it last night on the show, right, Bubba, that, that we're all old. He's only 25 years old. He, he thinks that we're all so old. He talks about it frequently, somewhat privately, but he's, he's coming out of his shell a little bit. He, he told us loud and proud last night that he thinks we're all old, Bubba. All right, now, daggone, I'm going to have to have a stern talking to with that young man. But you know what? I look at him like, like a little brother. I honest to goodness do. Family is everything to me. All right. And, and I, I kind of look at it like the, the Vin Diesel kind of family, like the Fast and Furious kind of family. Family is who you love. Doesn't have to be blood doesn't have to be biological family is who you love so 
it is with great regret that I irresponsibly missed one of the most important holidays in my book, Gregor. I irresponsibly missed on September 16th that it was National Step Parents Day. All right. And the reason that this is so incredibly important to me, and I'm sure it is to a lot of you, is that here, even in the United States, and God bless, I mean, who knows, worldwide, family is not the same as it once was. Family is not the same as it was a hundred years ago. Today, you have kids living in two different houses. Some of you guys know me. Some of you guys have heard me talk about my boys when I drive my kids back to their bio mom. My kids, my two oldest, Landon and Noah, they don't live with me. I get them every other weekend during the school year, and I get about 10, 8 to 10 weeks over the summer. There is something incredibly special about loving a person, a part of your family that you never counted on having, that you never meant to to adopt or never meant to have and it takes the up I mean it just takes the absolute most ridiculously crazy person to take on a child that's not your own so every time I hear this song and I know I'm talking over and I apologize every time I hear this song I literally do cry because I have three children they are my biological children but two of them do not belong to Mrs. DJs. Oliver and Mrs. DJs and I, we're, we're a bio unit. But when I met my wife, Landon was three years old and Noah was two years old. Man, can you imagine eight years ago? Eight years ago. No, I told you guys how old I am. My wife is younger than me. My wife was 23 years old when she met me. At 23 years of age, can you imagine instantly joining and having two little boys when you meet a guy that you thought was kind of cute? So, September 16th is National Step Parents Appreciation Day. And while I was looking at this and while I was looking online, I wanted to find a message that made me feel, that, that kind of represented me uh, when, you know, I would talk to my wife or something that might be shareable with you guys. And I found this, and this was on Facebook. This was back in like 2019 or something like that. This post and this letter have gone viral and it moved me and I want to read it to you. And I'm sorry, I know you guys didn't tune in for this. I'm going to read this to you real quick and then we'll move on because this letter was, was super awesome. Dear Dad. First line will get you. Dear Dad, she's writing this to her stepfather. Dear Dad, I wonder what you were doing the day that I was born. I bet you went to your regular 9 to 5 job and had a gas station burrito for lunch and went out for drinks with your friends. You had no idea that a thousand miles away, your future wife was giving birth to your oldest daughter. I sit back and I can say that I wish you had been there, but I know that God put you into my life when he did for a very important reason. You are not my biological father. I do not carry your last name, and I do not look like you in the least. Any man can make a child and stick his name on a birth certificate. It takes a real man like you to step up and care for a child who is not his own. Your love is, in fact, a choice. 
I know that I've been worried about my biological father in the past, but even after he broke my heart time and time again, you were there to pick up my broken pieces. Every hug you squeeze, those pieces even tighter together. I was nine years old when I met you. God sent my mother, brother, and I halfway across these United States to meet you. Who knew my mother hand-signaling her number to you across a hot, sweaty warehouse would end up in marriage. You two are perfect for each other. You show my mother the love she deserves. You don't get thanked enough. I know that work kills you, but you do what you have to do for your family. You've never given up. You stick it out every day, no matter how difficult life gets. You've been an amazing role model for all of us. I know I've rebelled against you in the past with my choice of boyfriends, but you have taught me what a real man is supposed to look like. I know that a real man won't cheat on me, won't choose drugs or alcohol over me, won't verbally or physically abuse me, and will never make me feel like I'm not good enough. I've had my heart broken too many times, and you've always been there to put it back together. You make me feel like I am worth it. You watched me grow up all these years. You were there for everything. My first prom, my basketball games, my art shows, and my graduation. You and mom both were always in the front row. You've always instilled in me to be myself. You've never pushed me to be somebody I'm not. Even when I've changed my mind a million times of what I want to do, you still support whatever decision I make. When I make a mistake, you help me fix it. And somehow you survived my teenage years. So that tells me more about patience than anything. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the woman I have become. I know that without you, I would not be close to who I am today. You are an incredible human being. And when people ask me who my dad is, I'm proud to say your name. Thank you for taking care of our family. I know you did not create me. Your name is not on my birth certificate. And I don't look like you. And none of that has ever mattered to me because for the last 11 years, you have shaped me into who I am today. I've seen you at parent-teacher conferences, and you've made me your own. And you've never made me question myself. I get so teared up every time I talk about you because you are the man that has never disappointed me like all others in my life. When they leave or put me down at the end of the day, I always have you. Thank you for everything you do for me and my mother and my brother. I am so extremely proud to be your daughter. Caitlin. I don't know what it feels like to be overlooked. I don't know uh, what it's like to feel that your opinion can't matter because I've got my three kids. But my wife has told me this many times throughout our relationship that how many times she feels like she has to take a, bi a back seat to the boy's biological mother. How many fights or arguments that me and Mrs. DJs have had because I try to keep the peace because anything at all can happen that lands me back in court. I see you. To all the step-parents out there, I see you. And I know, I know what you deal with. I know how you feel. And I want you to know that there is at least one guy whether it's your kids, whether they share it with you or not, whether they tell you thank you or not, whether they say I love you or not, or whether they say I hate you, I want to be at my mom's house, or I didn't even ask for you, I don't even want to be here, you can't boss me around. 
That has happened. Children have said that to their step-parents. But I want you to know that I see you. And they will, too, one day. They probably do now. They love you. And regardless of how you feel at the end of the day, know that there is one person at least out here that can see you and the special person that you are for loving a child that is not your own, for making that child yours, your responsibility, for being at every ball game, for making every dinner, for doing all the laundry, for making sure that they are at every ball game, for showing up at every school play, showing up at every parent-teacher conference, for hanging every piece of art up on the refrigerator. I see you. (laughs) Funny, Saturday morning cartoons. How many times has Mrs. DJ's had to watch Yo Gabba Gabba? Man, she hates that show. When Lana was little, that's what he had to watch. Yo Gabba Gabba. Always, constant. Terrible TV show. So when LV Shane released this song, it spoke to me because it's about my life. Thank you to step parents all across the world. You are underappreciated. Your holiday is not even recognized by by people, but you have one. And I want to make sure everybody here knows about it. September 16th was your day, and I'm sorry that I didn't tell you on September 16th, but that's your day. It's all about you. Happy Step Parents Day. I love you. If you have a step parent, or if you are a step parent, or if you know somebody who is, just take a minute, take a minute, say thanks. All right? It takes a very special person. It takes a just takes a special person. So, there you go. You got that instead of stupid news. Is that a fair trade? Sorry. You guys get to hear my preaching tonight. I'm done. There you go. G, welcome. Bubba, welcome to the show. Karkin, Arrow, Stevens, Aaron, Arian, and Captain Mark are on our stage. We got stuff to get to tonight. Don't do that, Iron Chef. I got nightmares about Yo Gabba Gabba. That, <laughs> that is terrible. Okay. Oh, Q-tip. So you wanted to know what happened with Lee. I'm sorry. I, I forgot to mention that. So, yeah. So this woman reaches out, and uh, she's the spokesperson, whatever. And she asked a little bit about us. She asked about us, what we do, our audience, our podcast, this and that. We gave all the normal stuff. We gave all the statistics and the metrics and, and what we do, the Star Trek and, the, and the, the super nerds, right? Did all this stuff. And then I said, but you know what? It's more than that. It's, it's a collection of amazing humans, a collection of, of wonderful people that, that care about other people. So I sent her the segment of the podcast that we, uh, that we aired for Liam and the letter that we read, and she responded back, Jason, with the most adoring email absolutely was so grateful that that you know we had brought some awareness to this and she 
was reaching out. She she was going to reach out to Liam's family and try to set up an opportunity for you guys to come in uh, and actually have a chance to talk to Liam. So Liam, we hope, like fingers crossed, is going to appear here on the stage of Talking Trek. And I think that is so, so cool. Uh, Jason, uh, we are hoping to have Liam here. But guys, I can promise you, like, get ready. When we do, and, and I asked this girl about this, when we have an opportunity to talk to Liam, who is a survivor, who is a child who beat his disease and is living a, a kid's life, you know, there's, there's, what did we say, 38 other children every single week that that don't. Um, so y'all get ready because I've also asked to talk to one of them. I've asked to talk to one of them about why they continue to work with the Great Cycle Challenge, why they continue to be a part of a research foundation that benefits uh, a disease that killed their child. And um, I think because I think that's important. I think that when when somebody wants to honor the memory of a fallen family member by continuing to work towards the thing that claimed their life, there must be something special about that foundation. There must be something amazing about that group of people, that group of humans that supported and loved this family through the darkest of times. So these uh, couple of families that I've also reached out to have suffered the ultimate loss and still work with this foundation today, and I'm going to ask them why, and I'm going to ask them for their story. And uh, while we will have an opportunity to celebrate with Liam, uh, we will also grieve with someone else about their loss. 40,000 riders this year have joined the cause with the Great Cycle Challenge. 40,000 people riding their bikes in the name of childhood cancer, and I could not be more proud to be a part of that. So, Jason, thank you so much for being uh, our champion, for being our liaison with the Children's Research Foundation. Uh, I am humbled beyond belief that you chose to come to us and ask for our help, and I could not be more pleased to offer it to you. Um, so, yeah, extra five minutes there. All right, now we got to get to the game. <laughs> We've gone 25 minutes on something that is not even the topic of why we're here. But, but once in a while, I just, I've like, and I told you, I told y'all, I'm in my feels a little bit. All right, things have, things have spoken to me this past week. Things have presented themselves to me this past week. And, uh, and it makes me sit back and, and smell the roses. All right. And, and, you know, listen, people need to sit back and smell the roses once in a while because, you know what? That rose can be kind of sweet once in a while. Yeah, it can, it can prick, it can make you bleed, but it's a beautiful thing and smells awesome. Roses smell really sweet. <laughs> sit back and smell the roses once in a while. Life is too short. And we do a, we, we do a podcast on a video game. We're here for entertainment and we, we, we get so mad and so angry about, about this form of entertainment. And once in a while, like, we just kind of need to put this in perspective. Once in a while, we got to sit back and we got we to gotta give ourselves a reality check. This is a freaking game. It's a game. It's a video game, okay? And it's completely optional. Like, nobody has to do anything. I understand. You want it a certain way. You expect a certain thing. 
and you invest in it and your money's in it. I don't, I'm not discounting any of that. I just like for the people who just need a breather, absolutely take that breather. Put your life into perspective. And I had a chance to do that this week. I've been in the game very little. I've gotten messages, Gregor. Where are you? Even from my own team. You've been around, haven't seen you. I've played very little this week. I needed a minute. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Just things, little things. Nothing that's important. Nothing that's life-changing. I mean, to my knowledge, I ain't dying that I know of. My leg still hurts, but, I mean, you know, ain't like I got three weeks to live or nothing like that. I don't know. I don't know, Gregor. I just, this past week is, uh, I don't know what to say. I've been so out of touch with the game this week. I was thinking about show topics tonight, and I'm kind of I'm kind of relying back on on Bubba and his show, <laughs> and then uh, Bubba a little bit what we talked about last night. I mean the show teaser. Wow, we've already done that show. <laughs> Troy Wesley Crusher events and upcoming events trade XP. I mean, we, we've done all this. I thought I'd take a minute tonight to to get real with you folks. All right. Now that said, Maztec, I'm with you, buddy. Let's talk about how much the community loves four-day mining events. We can talk about that. And I'm not saying that there's any reason that we shouldn't be dissatisfied. Bubba, I know, I know in the grand scheme of things, you're not pleased with this arc. Actually, we'll, we'll chat a little bit about that tonight, especially some of these events. We didn't get to it on the last show. Some of these events, even me, they, they've left me kind of scratching my head. You know, when I'm looking at the effort or the time, and Big's not here. He's probably watching football. When we look at some of the time that we put in for some of this stuff, you know, I don't disagree with Big when he says that, that rewards need to be commiserate, but I also look at it from both sides. For example, for example, let's talk about officer exchange program, okay? I, I think that Scopely messed that up, but, but not mechanically, Bubba. Let's look at officer exchange program for a second, all right? We'll start on the positive, and then we'll get to the garbage. Officer exchange program just ran for the second time, all right? And last week, everybody thought it was kind of kind of weird, right? Bob, everyone thought it was kind of weird because the last time we got Officer Exchange Program, it required players to have a specific faction ship, correct? If you wanted to join the Romulan when you had to, or whatever, you had if you were going to hunt Romulan, whatever, you had to have an appropriate ship with an appropriate captain. Now, here's the thing, and Honey says it was bad this time. Huh, I, I don't. I don't think it was. Looter says, don't spoil the cheat. I mean, bug. It's neither one of those. Guys, let's look at the event. All right? Let's look at the event very carefully because this event worked exactly as it was written. No, Stradalorian. I'm not going to say, shush, don't tell him. Looter says, shush. Guys, this is not a bug. This event went out as they intended. Open up the event. Open the event. Trek Geek says, no, it did not. I'm here to tell you, it did. If you open up the scoring, if you open up the scoring, there was eligible ships, okay? There was eligible ships, and you had uh, eligible captains. You had captains that were supposed to be on, on, the, uh, on the ship. The following, like I'm looking at Officer Exchange Federation. The following Federation officers have been nominated for the Officer Exchange Program, Grace Chen, Bones, and James T. Kirk. Now, at the bottom, uh, it says deal damage to hostiles while using a nominated officer as captain on a Klingon or Romulan ship. Okay? Then you look down. Surveyors don't score points. This meant, just like we talked about last time, Gregor, that 
You had to be on a warship. This was not for the surveyors that you were hitting, okay? This was for the ships that you were targeting, or, or the ships that you were flying, okay? Surveyors, you couldn't fly a miner and go out and hit. That wasn't the thing. You had to fly a warship, okay? So then you look down at how to earn points. Eligible ships, hull damage, hull damage, two points. Now, here's where this is different than a couple of months ago. A couple of months ago, Bubba Joe, this community, hmm, this community sometimes drives me bananas, all right? Because we want everything. We want it now. We want it free, and we want it easy, and we want it handed to us on a silver platter. But the first time Officer Exchange ran, Players were limited by the ships that they had. Now, it wasn't unlike nobody. I mean, I'm sure there were people that fell into this category, you know, where like maybe you have a Mayflower and maybe you're celebrated in Romulan. So you've got an Augur and maybe you've got a a Klingon D3 or whatever. A lot of people do have all three faction ships, but a lot of people don't. So the last time this ran, there was a huge, huge, huge gripe that not everyone could play it was it wasn't fair it wasn't fair uh even though it was still ticketed it wasn't fair because i don't have a federation ship well then build one build one ain't hard these days go build a mayflower you could do it for like nothing Okay, build one. I don't have a Romulan ship. I am, am Klingon and fed. Okay, I understand. I do. And you've got a choice. You've got a free ticket. You can do the one. You can pay for the other if you want. You don't have to do them all. But it's not fair. Bubba Joe can do them all. All right, and this was, this was my argument last time. Well, okay. Yes, Bubba Joe can do them all. You know why? Because he paid for the right to do them all. He built the ships. He upgraded the ships. He bought the tickets. He spent his tickets. He paid for the right to do all three of those events. But that's not fair. That's not fair! So Scopely says, fine. Scopely says, fine, community. (laughs) Fine. So they add the dreaded, and I know Snake Eyes hates this. Bubba, you've told me before, you, you're not a big fan of the any ship mechanic. Any ship mechanic literally ruins the narrative of any event you put it in. It screws the entire intention of the event. It does. Okay? This was not officer exchange. This was hostile hunt. And further... The any ship mechanic allowed you to do all three at once. If you recognized the actual mechanic, and this is where people complained. It's bugged. It's broken. I got all three done. <laughs> I got all three. No, what, what, first of all, why are you, are you even upset about that? It paid 7,400 loot three times. You got 20,000 loot. Of this one event. That's three epic shards. And what did anybody have to do? You could have gone out with the eligible ships. But if you understand game mechanics. 
if you recognize, if you read an event and you realize that there's an any ship button down there, and you look at the any ship and it says hull damage, one point. Now, hull damage. This is, let's talk about the mechanic for a second. Hull damage. Is Wham here? Because Wham knows, because he's did it for 72 hours, Wham knows how to generate some hull damage around here. Bubba Joe, the first target that pops into your mind when you think points based on hull damage. What is it? Exchange. Exchange is my number one. Exchange is my number one. Okay. Uh, Anybody else? There's actually another one that's really good. Thank you. Swarm. Separatist bosses. That's number two. And what was the third one, Gregor? Swarm. Swarm. Those are the three hostiles, the three actual red triangles to give you the most. And there's actually one more that will give you a boatload of hull damage, but it's not a traditional red triangle. Anybody know what it is? Armadas. Armadas. Guys, I'm here to tell you, this event was not broken. All right. Now, did they miss the intent? Sure did. All right. This was officer exchange. You did not need Grace Chen. You did not need Bones or James T. Kirk. You did not need Morale Chang or Kang. You did not need Nero, Javiat, or Kumak to run the any ship mechanic. All right. Borg probes are, are decent on that list. They're certainly not the most hull damage, but they're up there. And golly, they even gave you four cells to do a different event where there's a grinder's solo leaderboard. So this event was a gimme. A gimme. Gimme. Free for one event. And we have talked about in the past about some players who choose to save their event tickets, right, Gregor? I mean, we've seen that. Some of us pay for them. I, I like the ticketed events. I think they get me extra. I think that the value is suitable enough for me to invest in tickets. So I did all three, okay? So even if you did it for free, even if you didn't buy tickets, you still had the opportunity, and a lot of players have done this. A lot of players have done this. They've saved their tickets. Bubba, you even told me that you saved your tickets from the month that had six days of faction hunt. You did not do them, remember? You told me that. Correct. So even you, a spender, a payer, saved your uncommon ticketed events, right? You saved Mm -hmm. your tickets. So players have saved tickets, and they've said, I'm going to wait till something comes around, and I feel like it's worth it to me. Okay? Now, I said on the last show... Uh, or maybe it was in a video, maybe it was last night, hell, I don't know. I said that I thought that this event could potentially be the event that you look at hard and close and determine whether or not this was worth spending tickets on. Because I would encourage it. 21,600 event store loot. 21,600 event store loot for killing... One enemy target. For most people. For most people. One armada would have done it. One level 40, if you can hit them, a level 40 exchange trader would have done it. One. All right. One level 39 and higher swarm would have done it. Okay. No, is that true? I think it was two swarm. (laughs) Two. Sorry. Uh, 
Okay. I think it depends on your ops level. Yeah. Yeah, it might. And it depends on what you can hit. Thank you. Scalyback says a capital city trader. Okay. Cool. Here's the thing, folks. I, 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 I don't understand. This event, ROI-wise, time on investment-wise, was the most amazing thing that's happened in this game this year. Bar none, plain and simple. One hostile got you 21,600 loot for you to do with what you choose. That's Scopely saying, here's 20, 21,600 loot. You buy whatever you want. Okay? Now, that could have been three epic shards. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read a name, but I'm going to read this right here out of our chat right here and now because it blows my mind. Respectfully, Scopely is getting cheaper and cheaper. Three epic shards now for how much time? Not worth it. What? Seriously? Three epic shards so, for one hostile? So not worth it? That's not how you should look at this. Oh, I got to hear this perspective. I'm sorry. I, I can already tell you. I'm not going to agree. There is no way I'm going to agree that hitting a hostile is not worth 21,000 loot. But but I will hear you out, sir. All right. So, no, no, no. no. What, what I'm going to say is the amount of loot that you get in this event is exactly what Scopely tells us all of them are going to be. Go to the ticketed event formula. Go look at the pack that you can buy uh, uh, event store loot and do the math, and you will come up with the exact result. Okay, so explain it to me. Lay it out because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not following. So here, let me pull it up just to make sure I got this correct. But if you go look at Officer Exchange, okay. ticketed event, Mm-hmm. You can get 42, 57, 67, uh, 7,200. 7,200 right? per event, yes. Right. How much do you? How much event store loot do you get from a $100 pack? I don't know. Uh, give me a sec. I'll look. I think it's 120. Is it 120? Okay. Let me look. Memento of Valor. It is 120. There we go. Yeah. All right. So this is exactly 6% of the event store loot. No, it's. Uh, 18%. 20. Mm. Oh, for one ticket. Sorry, I was looking at all three. For was, one ticket. For one ticket. For okay. one ticket. See? And you gotta is, be, hang on. You got to be careful with this, Bubba Joe. Yep. Because one of these was free. Okay? Correct. Correct. But this follows their ticketed event formula of every ticketed event is scaled based on the pack that is associated with what you're getting rid of. Okay, so, so you you're, can't be so you're upset saying at this 100, 120,000 times, what was it, 7%? 6%. 6 sorry. Okay, 120,000 times 6%, 7,200. Thank you. Okay, perfect. 6%. So, 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 so out you, of, out you of can this... be upset with the effort. You can be upset with the effort, but the reward is exactly what Scopely has always said the ticketed events is going to be. Okay, so wait, are you agreeing with me? I'm agreeing I'm agreeing with you and okay. against anyone who says otherwise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, thought you were. I, I thought point, you were arguing no, no, with no. me. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not going to argue with you. No, not on this. No. Okay. The point is, is that if you're upset at this ticketed event, this ticketed event is scaled just like every other ticketed event. Now, maybe event store loot is what isn't what you want, and you want resources. Then save. 
right? Sure. But you can't be upset at the amount of ticket event store loot that you're getting. Okay. All right. So let's go to a couple of comments. Captain Planet says to me, it actually has even more value than that, Bubba. More value than a normal ticket event because it translates to whatever I want to buy. All right. And further, uh, to, to elaborate, Captain Planet didn't say this, but to, to further elaborate on that statement, allows you to, to get what you want to buy that is not regularly sourceable in this game. Officers are a pain in the yin-yang to get after their arc. And unless Scopely just turns over a new leaf and says, ta-da, here we go, everybody, in October, every officer that we've ever had, here, here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take 10 officers, we're going to create 20 different recruit packs, and they all use the same currency. Have a field day. Now, that would make a lot of us really excited, right? 10 officers per pack. You choose the pack you want to buy. Here's 20 different packs in your recruit section, so you're guaranteed at least a better RNG opportunity than putting 30 officers in a single pack. All right. If they did that tomorrow, Bubba Joe, if they did that, come up October 1st, fine, fine, cool. We'd all be thrilled. We should be thrilled. We would be thrilled with that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't expect that to happen. Let me, let me be very, very clear. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't expect that to happen. So when Captain Planet says, I can choose what I want, especially if it happens to be officers, because those officers will likely, case in point, TOS, likely be unavailable for the next several months, then there is some value with that. Thank you. Now, coming back to the chat, because I see you, Adil. I do see you. But I got to argue with you. You say there was no free tickets this time. And people are giving you the emoji response that, that they agree with you. Let's look here. A deal says it. Dekix says it. Now, Dekix, you didn't see the free tickets? Captain James T. Kirk says, you didn't see the free tickets? Not my game name. Agrees. You didn't see the free tickets? Did you not see the free so, tickets? So hang on. Hang on, Stevens, Aaron. I know you copied and pasted this a gazillion times yesterday. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Lexel says no free tickets. Admiral Poopsalot says I didn't get any free tickets. Okay. Now, guys, I, I'm I am not. I love y'all. Okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be mean. I'm not gonna be disrespectful. Please take a moment. Hop into our announcements room. Actually, you know what? Here, I'll make it easy. I'll make it easy. Let me go back to last Saturday. Right here. And I'm going to copy this message link, and I'm going to put it right here in the chat if you don't care. I'm going to put it right here. Now, this you, this was right here, here, in this Discord. Right here. Sitting Bull says no free tickets. Right here in this Discord where you guys are a community. Listen, I know that the official Discord, I don't think that they shared this, to be, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't, I don't think that they did. And, and if somebody wants to come at me from the official Discord and say, Scopely didn't say this to me. Fine. Fine. Bubba, Scopely. Uh, Scopely sucks so bad at talking to people. Talking to everybody. Let me rephrase. They suck so bad at talking to everybody. They really do. All right. But in this particular case, they did actually talk to me. And then I told you. All right. At least they did talk to me, and then I talked to you. And I made the announcement to everybody that for Officer Exchange, tickets were sourced in Milestone 2 of the free track. 
Now, there's a couple of things about this. A couple of things. I'm going to agree and disagree with a couple of different things. I understand many perspectives and many opinions about this. I agree. But if you do, take a look at your battle pass. And you look at milestone number two. Boom. There it is. 20 uncommon event tickets. Now, I agree. Hold on. Captain Caboose. Thank you for your comment. He says, I got 20 free tickets at Milestone 2, but I'm sure we've had the we've had three days of OEP. Actually, no, we've only had it twice, but each time it ran, there were three factions. Okay, so it's run twice. As a matter of fact, it ran last Saturday on the day that I made the announcement. That day. As a matter of fact, I think if I went back, Snake Eyes, and looked, they actually released it early, Bubba Joe. That announcement came early. Can you believe that? Because read the announcement. It says the event will run today. And I remember, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go back because even I did you a slight disservice, everybody. Even me, Ultimate DJs, dropped the ball because I was in Pittsburgh. Here we go. I'm going back to when this message came to me. Um, Snake Eyes, how can I see an actual timestamp. It's got the date. How can I see a timestamp on a message in Discord? Can somebody help me with that? Is anybody able to tell me how to see a, a timestamp? It's only got a date. Is there a way? Set it unread? Okay. Let's do that. It still has a date on it. Because, well, and I'll, I'll just tell you. Maybe the time doesn't matter. Maybe the time doesn't matter. The message came to me... On September 10th, September 10th was a Friday, Bubba. The message came to me during business hours, Pacific Standard Time on Friday, September 10th. Okay. And then I related to you guys Saturday morning, September 11th. I know it was the morning time because I had to be at my sister's chapel at 1030. All right, so it was probably around the 10, 30, 11 o'clock mark as I'd gotten there and I was trying to do whatever. I don't know what the timestamp was. Somebody, you can tell me if you happen to have it, okay? I shared it with you Saturday morning. Now, Saturday morning, before the events switched over and went live, okay, so that people knew for the officer exchange program that happened last Saturday that you could get your tickets in Milestone 2, and that there would not be a chest. Okay? There would not be a chest. It was intentionally done this way, and there are many reasons that they could have done so. I, we, we will speculate on that here in a moment. All right? And I do agree with certain perspectives that, well, why change it? Right, Bubba? Because that's even people who have sat back and been like, oh, okay, maybe I did get my ticket. But you know what? Damn it, Scopely. Why change something? Okay, well, you changed something and then you told us. But why change something? Why change something that we're used to without telling? But they did. But the, the, the fact does remain. If there is any merit to be given to any, any argument in this entire exchange, the, the uh, by the way, hovering my mouse doesn't work either. I'm on the PC version, so I, I don't know. I don't know what's, I can't, I can't see it. Doesn't matter. If there's any logic to any of these arguments, it is that they changed something. Huh. Bubba Joe, how many times 
has Scopely changed something in this game and the community just been, oh, cool. <laughs> Yay! Well, normally because it's a benefit. I mean, they don't I mean, usually react so that it's they're happy if it has if it in in either the slightest way inconvenience them. Okay, now hang on, hang on, folks. Ginger, Tabby, Moza. Okay, hang on a second. You guys say bad communication by Scopely. Hmm. Let Let's break down the so, the hierarchy here. Did you know? Did you know? And I've shared this with some of you. Did you know that even Scopely developers do not have the roles and permissions to make an official announcement? Did you guys know this? I don't even know if I should say this. I'm going to. Because I'm, I'm so tired of having this conversation. Okay? You guys are on a Discord. And I, and I said this to somebody. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give a quick shout-out because, by the way, he is always treated. We disagree 98% of the time. We disagree 98% of the time. His name... Oh my goodness, what's his name? I'm going to find it real quick. He's on the official Discord. He's there all the time. And and we actually do argue a lot. Uh, but he's always been professional. He's always been respectful. And, and But we, we, agree, we disagree on everything. Imperial Stout. You guys know Imperial on the official Discord. I, if I, I don't want to offend him, but, but he is. He's, a, he's an excellent, like he's like the king of all trolls, okay? And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. There are some bad trolls. He loves to debate me. He will argue for the sake of argument. All right. Like, he even ultimately told me when we were debating this whole thing with the tickets and the milestones, he eventually fessed up to me that, oh, he totally knew it last weekend. He was just arguing for the players whom, who were complaining. He just loves to debate. He loves to argue. He is, he is Ultimate DJ's king troll. And I, and I actually really enjoy conversing with him because he can be professional. He can be respectful. He never puts anybody down. All right. But he will argue till he's blue in the face, right or wrong. All right. And, and he said the same thing you guys are saying. Where were we said? Where were we told? And I had to respond because he and I have debated this a gazillion times. And I don't disagree. Let me read you uh, uh, something that I said. Where did it get announced? I don't see an announcements channel. Uh, I don't see it in the announcements channel, do you? Well, no, I don't. Now, he has told me many times before that me posting something is not the same as putting it on Discord. That is not a scopely communication. I disagree. I have told him a gazillion times over the last, and he's a legacy player. He's been in this game for years, okay? I, I don't actually think he's on this Discord, but not because we don't get along. I think he does it out of principle, Bubba Joe. He refuses to get his information here because he believes it should come from there. Now, fundamentally, I don't disagree, okay? But that's like, to me, that is like, if you know where you can get reliable information, if, if, if it's wintertime and your kids are in school, and you turn on the radio or the TV to find out if kids' school has been canceled. Because I'm still old school and I still believe in broadcast media. Because I know you guys just check, check your phones. <laughs> All right? But if you're looking on, on the news or you're looking at the weather or you're listening to the radio to find out if your kids have school that day. All right? Are you, this is why I'm such a big believer in local, are you going to listen to the satellite radio station 
who has a local break for four minutes, three times an hour, or are you going to listen to the local guy who is telling everybody, hey, be careful over there at Swashbuckle Road. The, the water is above the road, so you can't get through there. You're going to have to go around on Route 22, okay, and pass Dave's gas station and then cut over that side street there because if you try to go the other way, your car could get washed out. By the way, since you were having to go around over by, over by Dave's gas station, just so you know, you have some extra time because uh, J- John Edwards Elementary School is on a two-hour delay. So don't rush, people. Please, slow down. Be safe. Your school's on a two-hour delay. By the way, since we're on that list, you know what? So is Herbert Hoover. So is Capital City. So is George Washington. So is Abe Lincoln. Okay? These schools are all on a two-hour delay. Now, if you can count on that station to get you the information that you need and that's important to you, do you engage when you need that information? And, and I've said that here on this Discord. I know. I agree. Scopely does not use the official announcements nearly often enough. I am a big believer in, in overkill when it comes to communication. Okay? Well, sometimes they'll say, I don't think this needs a communication, and I disagree. I think you need to push it. Okay? For example, Bubba, they were not going to communicate publicly and actually, to be honest with you, I don't think they did. They were not going to communicate publicly that they added the Meridian parts to, to the away team, or not the, uh, the territory store. And I said, why not? That's actually a good thing. Why do you not want players to know about that? Share it. So, now I've worked with Scopely for a long time. I know what the response is going to be. So what do I do, Bubba? I write an announcement. I write it for them. And then I send it to them and I say, will you approve this? Yes, DJs, approved. And then I post it. Okay? Which is why I have said to people time and time and time and time and time again, if you know you can count on a source, be it me, be it Rev, be it no one, be it Fortis, be it Karnak, be it Harley, doesn't matter. If you can count on them for information, make that of information consumable by you. Why, why would you not? So, Imperial says, I don't see it in the announcements channel here. We've had this discussion a gazillion times, Bubba. I said, we're not going down that path again. I've told you a million times. If I was allowed to post here, and by the way, I've asked. I have been told that, no. I've literally been told no. That I am not to have every, at everyone privileges on the official Discord. Okay? They, they don't want, that. they say that's outside of my purview. My community is here. And while I can interact with the community there, and I believe it, accept it or not, agree with it or not, that's not my community. All right? I have to accept that because they ain't going to give me the role, Bubba. If they're not going to give me the role, I can't make the announcement. I can't make the push. That's their world. If they don't give me the role, they don't give me the role. I can't do anything about it. I've asked for it. They said no. That's the end of the story. So, If I was allowed to post here, I would. I cannot control what I cannot control. It was given to me. I posted it to 10,000 players on my Discord and the north of 200 Discords that follow this Discord. I am an official content creator. And as long as we've had this argument, if people want information, they should follow the announcements channel here 
as well as the one in Talking Trek. Uh, when I say here, I was talking about the official Discord. There is zero denying that I am better at communicating with you than Scopely is with everyone. There is zero debating that. I tell you guys everything. Even if Scopely doesn't make an official announcement. No, Spock, I'm not assuming that everyone listens. Not at all. Not the podcast, not the YouTube. But Discord is a very different thing. If you're on the official Discord, then you can just as easily be in this Discord. And when an at everyone goes out, everyone gets the at everyone. And by f- and further, you don't even have to be in this Discord. You don't have to be here. You could, you could be here, you can subscribe, and you can mute it. Mute the whole thing if you want. But when you follow it to your Alliance Discord, then when I make an announcement, your Alliance will get it. All right, now maybe not everybody knows that. Let's do a quick Discord 101. If you don't want to be here, that's completely cool. I get it. There are hundreds of thousands of players who don't listen to this content, and I'm cool with that. I'm so fine with that. Like, totally. It's okay. I, no offense taken. But you can still get information here. And if you know that the information that comes from here is good, then why wouldn't you? So, why, why DJ? You? Go ahead. So, can I take a different stance? And I'd like to use your own words against you if you'll let me. Please. So, what would you classify the Battle Pass as? Is it a reward for doing the Battle Pass events? Okay, sure. Okay. And I believe when we had our mini Borgark, you were front and center. I'm so mad because they're making me use the rewards from this event to participate in another event. Okay, fair. And that's not right. Fair. And so while their intent was, well, we just really wanted to just put it in the battle pass to get it out of the way, they are, in effect, forcing you to use a reward from one event to participate in another, as opposed to the commitment that they've made that they will give you one free ticket for each one of those. Whereas what's in the battle pass should be above and beyond that. Okay. So, that's a tough one. You're right, semantically. But can somebody show me what was in Milestone 2 of last month's battle pass? Anybody? All right. People save that? Well, here's the thing. I asked the question. I was given the answer. I do not have the screenshot, so I got no evidence. Okay? But I asked the same thing to Ops. Hey, can you tell me? Because this question came up, Bubba. They're just putting the tickets in there to so that they don't have to give us something else. Okay? So that they don't have to give us something else. Okay? So I asked no, about I, that. I asked about that. I understand yeah, their fair. logic. I, I, I do understand their logic, right? And I, and I appreciate that you got the word out. And like you said, you know, get to as many communication channels as you can, whoever that is. Um, but I, I think it's a fair point that the battle pass is a reward. And it's it's the same argument that we had, although we had it months later, when we said, hey, you're giving us all these rare Armada starts. How great is that? And then we had to turn those around and use those in the following month to participate in the Swarm Armada events because they were taking rare tokens, okay. not the uncommons that we had. Thousands. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend DJ's virtues for a second here. Uh oh. 
So I'm going to defend his virtues. Okay. They only run events that use tickets during battle pass. So any tickets they give you in the battle pass must be used during an arc, must be used during an arc run, which means the battle pass is running. So any way you slice it, your choice of using it or not using it is going to be tied to an arc, period. Not only that, but, and I appreciate that. I mean, that's a fair point yeah. as well. And Bubba, you've got a fair point. You're right. I have said, down. I have said, but but I don't, I feel this is a little bit different because it's 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 a part of 40, 40 different gifts or 40 different sets of rewards that come out of a battle pass. So it is, in my opinion, it's a little bit different. It is a points tracker. It is incentive to participate. But if, if you are not going to use if you were not going to if that were the case Bubba, we should be outraged, not happy that they give us away teams assignment speed ups. We should be outraged that uh, there's axionic chips in here. We should be outraged that there are TNG recruit tokens in here. We should be outraged that there's event store loot. We should be, we outraged. Should be outraged. We should be outraged that there's Armada directives in here and away teams assignment speed ups and officer shards. We should be outraged that there's service awards in here for the for the uh, away team's assignments research tree. We should be outraged if I was going to say that the if I was going to so follow the logic. The difference the difference is is that you can use all of those things that you talk about whenever you want, whenever it is convenient for you. Maybe it's when you get to uh, uh, you know, you get to a point where I want to speed up my away team's assignments not because of an event, but because I want to get an officer back. Okay. Um, you know, for faction credits, for you know, the event store loot is limited to all the event store is running. But by putting it, putting specifically saying these tickets here are supposed to be for this event here. Sorry for some confusion. They are saying that you we're so the battle pass basically only had faction credits then, right? Because just take those tickets out. Now, is that good enough for a milestone of the battle? pass i don't know i that's, i've well, never tracked what that should be so i think that's where you were kind of going milestone um, two so, so let me let me interrupt and then i apologize sure. milestone okay. two of the august battle pass contained the following items all right tell me if you guys are happy with this milestone number two of the august battle pass contained 100 mining recruit tokens and 250 axionic chips that's it now milestone two of this month has obviously been rehashed, and most battle passes are month to month. But this month, milestone number two had 600 for me, and I'm in the Ops 40 plus, had 620 of each faction credit plus 20 uncommon event tickets. Now, I can tell you what I think happened. I think they put it in here as a time-saving measure, okay? To be perfectly frank, if I'm being very blunt, I believe that while they were you know, putting the new and relevant rewards in the battle pass, maybe time was running short. We don't know why they decided, because that was what somebody said. Why change it? We're used to the gift chest. Why put it in a battle pass? Well, there's actually dozens of reasons that that could have happened, none of which we're privy to, nor do we have the right to demand an answer, just to be frank. Okay? It could have been time-saving. It could have been, hey, we're up against the clock. All right, we're up against the clock, and and we've got to get the arc rolling, Bubba. And I still have 40 milestones of the battle pass to, to put rewards into. You know what? Instead of writing, scheduling, and putting 
tickets into a gift chest that kills our servers every single time an event reset that pisses players off when they don't get their gift chest until one o'clock because it's an hour later because everyone crashes the server trying to claim their gift chest what if we just put it early on like way back in the beginning on milestone two now when i when i and in fairness bubba to your point i want to draw one huge flaw with your logic sure you're presuming that somebody has done zero towards their battle pass in the last 11 days, which is possible. I'll give you that. It's certainly possible. Now, as, as an argument of somebody who called me an asshole and an idiot and ignorant, all right, and, and a jerk on the official Discord, all from one player, by the way, my comment to him, uh, yes. my comment to him was this. Okay, here, here is, is a piece of this. All right, uh, and you guys could probably find it. It's in, uh, it's in there. <sighs> Let's see. I'm trying to go up and find it because it's been going for a couple days. Anyway, the point was the, the guy was really, really mad. He's been out. He had back surgery and, and hasn't played a whole lot and, and came in, and he was really, really mad that he that he couldn't get his free tickets. So then I said, hey, listen, here's where they are. No big deal. Here's where you can go get them. All right? And and this person immediately, by the way, so my, my response was, uh, where, daggone it, Discord just jumped on me. Hang on. Anyway, long story short, I said, hey, listen, no big deal. This is not a big deal. Okay, where it is is in Milestone 2. And by the way, if you want to look at the points for Milestone 2, even if, FirePew, somebody had logged into this game yesterday or Saturday for the very first time this entire month, they still could have gotten those tickets on Saturday. How? Because it was only 9,000 points to get to Milestone number 2. And Saturday, you had a mining event that gave 15,000 points. Okay? By doing your Battle Pass event on Saturday, even if, even if you had not logged in. And that's why, Pew, it's not an excuse in my book. Okay? Does it put you into a tight time frame? Yes, it does. But, but you are the one that logged in on day 11 for the very first time. So can you expect everything to be handed to you in the time that you missed? No. But what you can expect is to be able to play on the day that you were there and Scopely did, in fact, make that possible, in my opinion, Bubba, by intentionally putting putting them into Milestone 2, which is able to be completed on Milestone number 3, not even a completion, Milestone number 3 of that day's Battle Pass event. Okay? Okay. So, I, I do give credence to what you're saying. But this is a circumstance in which the player has not engaged in 11 days and has suddenly decided that he's mad that Scopely is barring him, paywalling him from being able to play. And that is factually incorrect. By doing the battle pass the day that he was in Discord complaining, if he had done his battle pass event, he still could have got his tickets and then gone and done OEP. Problem solved. But that made me an asshole. That made me an ignorant. That made me illiterate for some reason. And it made me a big jerk. All right? 
because I shared with him how he could get his tickets that day. Like that day. For the record. And for the record, I don't know why the change was made. Nor do I demand an answer as to know why. At least they told us. They may have changed it for any number of reasons. Time-saving efforts, scheduling conflicts, lag, who knows. Bottom line is, they made a change. They did it. They can. They have the right. And more importantly, they told us. Which is all we ever ask. Now, for the record, I do personally agree that the gift chest is what we're all used to. It probably would have been easier. Probably would have resulted in less confusion. I get all that. I don't disagree with any of that. But... I mean, Scopely changes things all the time. We get things changed all the time. Do you guys remember when the event tickets came in the event store? We didn't throw this much of an outrage when that happened. We really didn't. We said the same thing. Why would you change it? But we did not burn Discord over that. What's the point? Why? Why do we, why do we care so much? So... You know, here's the thing. I, I know. Now, Captain Oblivious says I'm beating a dead horse. It, 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 the official, the community at large demands things. We don't even know why. And maybe, maybe my alter ego tonight, maybe, maybe my whatever's going on in my head this week, my stepping back and smelling the roses, my realizing that this is a flipping game. Okay. Maybe it makes me not give a shit about how they gave me my tickets because they still gave me the tickets. <sighs> I still got the tickets. And so did you. And so did you. And so did you. And so did you. The only complaint that anybody has is that they were bored on Saturday because maybe last Saturday they spent all their tickets. Okay, I can get behind that too. That's it. <clears throat> Anybody else? Go ahead. You, you, free reign. Sound off. Anybody wants to call me an illiterate asshole? That's fine, too. Anyone? How do you spell that? Because oh. I want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't necessarily agree. I, I just wanted to point out that this is something that is, I think, a, a reasonable argument, right? So, and And so... You're right. What does the what is uh, you know tier two of the battle pass? Is that the same, right? So, but that's effectively what they did. Said, okay, well, you know, if and if that's all that was in tier two of the battle pass, then I think there's more of a legitimate argument, right? Because Agreed. Then it's like, well, now that they I removed got nothing something. for this tier, yeah, they removed right. something, absolutely. But since it was obviously added as an addition, like <laughs> I, I'm not going to get so upset about this, right? I mean, you you have the choice, and and I'll I'll admit I didn't do it the first time. I had no interest in hitting hostels with specific captains. I despise those events. I mm-hmm. hate hitting hostels with specific captains. I hate hitting hostels with specific ships. Like, why Why in the world would I want to go hit someone with a, a Fendra? It's certainly right? not efficient, and I get that, but it's, it's narrative. They're trying to paint a narrative. But you yep. know what, Bubba, for you and players like you, they introduce the, the, the anti-ship mechanic. <laughs> yep. Okay. And in doing so, so, completely ruined the intent of the entire event, in my opinion. But regardless, the event And so I completely disregarded it the first time it ran. I didn't use any of the tickets on it. I said, whatever. 
And then someone started hearing these people post. It's like, yeah, just go do an Armada. You trigger all of them. Like, well, that can't be the case. And so I said, okay, well, I'll give it a try, right? I got a couple of tickets I can use. Triggered all three, went and did an Armada, and I completed all three. I went, okay, well, that's actually not so bad. Like, I didn't have to go through. I didn't have to go through the effort of digging up these officers that I never use. And I mean, I use Chen, but not as captain. Um, but especially the Klingon and Romulans, I'm like, I don't want to use these officers. Like, I'm, I don't want to put them on the bridge. I certainly don't want to put them in the captain's chair. Um, so I, complaining about this event just is really, really petty in my opinion. I'm with you, and I'm sorry we spent so much time on it. It, it. it blows my mind. The community really does blow my mind sometimes. And, and listen, I've said that I'll support the community. I'm an advocate for the community, and I'll fight for the community anytime that I find that, that the community's been done wrong. That didn't happen here. It literally did not. Even if somebody didn't have an opportunity to do their event Saturday, that means they did it last Saturday, and they got the payout. Nobody was at a loss for anything. And, and for the record, it was a ticketed event, which means in a normal scenario, what happens? You get one ticket for the event. The extras are either premium or pay entry, or you saved up and you're doing it. See, see, the community gets an inch and they demand a mile because, because I stole just as many complaints at people who wanted tickets for all three of them. That's not how ticketed events work. It never has been. You got one for free. You can save for the others that you find value in, or you can buy. It's extra. I think this is why Emperor Snout or whatever in the Discord trolls you, because he knows he gets like 30 minutes of showtime. <laughs> I've actually never mentioned uh, Imperial. He, he's probably not going to be pleased, but at the same time, I've got nothing but compliments to say about him. He, he just loves to argue, but he's never... He's never fought me. Not not like this other guy who who just refused to accept that he could literally do one event and have the tickets, even though he hasn't logged in all month long. Which I suspect, because he's been in the Discord for the last uh, three days fighting me. Uh, or the last two days. Solid. Solid fighting me. So, so if you really haven't had time to log in, then that's fine. Maybe that's true. But you've certainly had time to go mine a couple, a couple 10,000 material while you're in here fighting me. Um, officer exchange is level 26 and honey level 26 was officer exchange level 26 plus and yes level 20 plus got the tickets in the mile in the battle pass so what does that tell you should that player be upset that they didn't get to do the event maybe that's possible because the event is labeled as level 26 plus why do you think it's 26 plus I, I, and by the way, I don't know anything about this. I'm just throwing out a theory. Because somebody I, says I, that they, they can't do the event. Well, I would argue anybody level 26 today can go kill a Separatist boss. Like, everybody. I think they just keep moving the bars to get people to move and progress. Yeah. Well, level 20 plus gets tickets to bank. Okay? So, I mean, for, for somebody that that happened to, now you got some tickets you can save for next time. All right, because you weren't 26 plus today, and that's okay. You didn't get officer exchange, and that's okay. You still get the tickets, and you get to spend them somewhere else, however you want. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see. 
I'm going to try to skim through a couple of these things super, super quick. Um, Game Name says, I think we should invest our time talking in how many free-to-play event store tokens we're going to get this art compared to TOS. That's fair. Uh, my projections at this stage, because we are 11 days in, or 10, 10. Hang on, let me double check. We are, no, we are 12 days in. We are 12 days in, and my projections are actually calling for slightly less than I'd hoped, Bubba. Of course, we, we've had kind of a weird little stretch of events. A 72-hour Borg Probe SMS. When that launched, I, I very quickly went and told them, hey, why don't we... Why don't we make that three 24-hour SMSs? And you do a little bit of an injection in loot because, Bubba, I, I went back and I was telling them about what you and I talked about and that I really wanted to try to get players at or north of the 500,000 mark, right? That was what I, based on what we had talked about, based on our projections, mm-hmm. you know, the five to 600,000 is kind of where I want Kind of the five to 550 really is, is where I reasonably felt like the, the event store should be. So I said, listen, we're pacing a little short. I'd like to see if we can... If we can bump loot a little bit over these last nine days, and I said, right here is a perfect opportunity. Let's uh, let's let's uh, you got the seventy-two hour, but players are going to finish it. So tomorrow, I didn't even say pull the event, leave the seventy-two hour SMS because everyone was going to do it. But the next day, uh, the next day, launch another twenty-four hour with the same rewards, and then on the third day, launch another twenty-four hour with the same rewards. And of course, the first SMS would have been there in the background the whole time. Because it was 72 and you can't pull it, you know. So um, my my suggestion was to, to add a couple of extra SMSs. And, and well, I, I, they I, said that I they didn't have time. They didn't have time to do it. It's not a 72-hour SMS. It's a 72-hour solo leaderboard. And it's oh, no, it, it's, two. There's an SMS there, too. There's two SMSs. No. It was a 72-hour SLB and SMS match. No, because the SMS re- redid it. There were two SMSs the last time this launched. What, like this weekend? Or are you talking about the first time? The mining? The mining event that we just had. Okay, I'm talking about the, the Borg. The Borg. Now, you're oh, right. I'm the, sorry. The mining one. Oh, yeah, I'm now, sorry. Yeah. Now the, so, so <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I'm just going to get mad talking about the Borg event. We need to move on from that. Well, yeah, but you know what? You wouldn't have liked my suggestion, Bubba. Because I suggested adding a second and a third SMS, which would have driven people back to that system for three days. So I know that you would not have liked that, but at the same time, we could have gotten some extra loot that way. And, and that's yeah. what I was looking for, was an extra bump in loot, because the SMS was actually not that difficult to accomplish. Uh, they gave you the four cells, um, and then you, you know, whatever you have you know, daily in your redemption, and then whatever you, could have, whatever you had banked, whatever... Uh, and for most people, it took maybe two, three, maybe four cells to get it done. But, but nonetheless, my suggestion was to add two more 24-hour SMSs. That way, you could have bumped up that loot. That one paid 8400 uh, Sorry, se- was that 72 That was also 72 So that would have paid 7200 as well. And I had suggested uh, to get two more in there, and, and that would have been a total of 21000 over three days, which I think is, is appropriate for that event. Now, yes, if you want to go back and talk about the mining one, oof, rough. A four-day mining leaderboard. That sucked. How many people looked at that and said, forget it? Because that, that was me. I didn't even try. Didn't even make any effort whatsoever. The people in my bracket 
uh, probably benefited by the number of players who said thanks, no thanks. All right. Surveyor extraction. Here, I'm looking at my little list because I've been keeping track every single day. Surveyor extraction at Ops 41, a 96-hour solo leaderboard with two 48-hour SMSs. Now, the SMSs gave 7,200. I got no problem with those two SMSs, although they, again, just like with this Borg event, should have run four 24-hour SMSs. Okay? Should have been four 24-hour SMSs. I am not even as angry about the 96-hour solo leaderboard um, as I am about them taking a a 24-hour SMS and making it 48 with what appears to me to be an effort to control the amount of loot that was given. All right, and I'm not saying that maliciously. I just think that they're looking at events and they've got a budget for loot and they're like, well, we don't have quite enough to run this four times, so we'll just run it twice. You know what I'm saying, Bubba? That's how I that's how I felt that that's what it says to me. Now, does a 96-hour solo leaderboard sound miserable? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and this this is coming from someone who likes to mine. <laughs> I treat Latinum Monday as if it's, you know, not life or death completely, but I, it is an event that I plan around <laughs> and I plan for and its rewards are awful, but it's a matter of pride for me. So I enjoy mining and I hated the four-day mining event. It was brutal. I mean, absolutely brutal. But now let's look at the rewards. Let's look at the rewards. 30,000 loot for first place. Now, that's in my bracket. It might have been different elsewhere. Okay, I know. but And I don't think it is. I think loot is pretty universal up and down. But 30,000 at first place. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So sorry. So that's not 30,000. I can't even read my own notes. It was 18,000. 18,000 in first place. But the leaderboard went 30 players deep. That's where the 30 came from. Leaderboard went 30 players deep. First place got 18,000. 30th place got 4,500 for a 96-hour event. Brutal. Now, where Bubba has absolutely all the merit in the world, all right? You may not like mining or you may like mining, but here's the mathematical extraction is that the day before, sorry, two days before, you ran a Rescue the Crew solo leaderboard for 48 hours, Bubba Joe. And the leaderboard was exactly the same. 30 people deep, first place at 18K, 30th place at 4,500. Now, somebody's yep. going to say, well, PvP is more expensive. So, so PvP is more expensive. So it was a 48-hour leaderboard, but the loot was the same because they have to spend so much to participate. All right, fine. Maybe. Yes, PvP is more expensive in resources, but what about your time? What about your time? Your time's pretty valuable, right? Scopely, by relaunching a 96-hour solo leaderboard two days after you did a 48-hour solo leaderboard and the rewards are the same, that's a big red flag. Big red flag. And as a matter of fact, what you probably should have done, all right, and I know you got a budget on your loot, then shorten the event to 48 hours or 24, ideally, but shorten it maybe to 48, possibly, if you wanted to keep the loot the same. But really, if the community is coming at you, respectfully, by the way, some of us, coming at you and saying, hey, listen, I feel like, Scopely, I feel like we're going to run about fifty to 70,000 loot short from what I think can reasonably pitched and reasonably accepted by the community. I mean, truthfully, I don't, I don't think anybody has said in this chat that 500,000 loot is just horrendous. I don't think anybody has said that. I think 500,000, most people feel, is relatively 
acceptable. Okay? Uh, and that's free to play, by the way. Not counting leaderboards. I, and I am very adamant about this. When I do all my meetings and, and my stuff with Scopely, right, finally Famous says we're not getting 500 k We're actually going to be really close, okay? It's going to be in the fours for sure. All right? Right now, my math has got us at about 440000 So, again, I feel like we're probably about 60, 75 or so short. All right? But we still have other events to come. We still got eight days. All right? I think that we're going to come in probably mid 400. Okay? Now, some people are saying, Shinjo says, um, well, you know, uh, hang on, Shinjo, I'm going to come back to that. Lego says 400 would be nice. I'm only looking at about 350. Lego, so maybe I need to be super careful here. I need somebody in like the 20s and maybe low 30s. Let's do some comparison here, okay? Because I've written down payouts from every single day. And my understanding, my understanding is that event store currency does not scale by ops, okay? So Pew, you've got an alt in the 20s. That's perfect. Well, hopefully it's level 26. Is it level 26 or it's not going to work? Okay, yeah, because 25 and down, you're going to miss events. And I agree with that, Shorts. And, and I mean, that's, just, that's where Scopely has set the bar. I got no, I got no major argument with that, and, I, and it's not going to change, and that's what they've decided to do. And, yes, they're motivating people to move up. Plain and simple is what it is. I'm not going to fight that fight. Okay, Ops 25, you can do in, a, in 40 days. I'm not fighting that fight. Okay. Um, Dekic says, what's your total collected right now? DJ not protected. Or not projected. Okay. I have, at this moment, now I have, I've spent some decades, so I'm going to have to remember what I spent. I have right now 80,200. All right. Now, I have placed in a few leaderboards, so this is going to be skewed. But I do have 80,200. I have spent, God, I don't even, does anybody remember how many Troy shards I told you I needed? Was it 18 or was it 12? I think it was 18. Pew says it was 12. Was it 12? Okay, if it was 12, then then 12. So what was that? 60, 72,000 I spent on Troy. Um, good night. I am not going to be able to remember how many I spent on Beverly because I had a partial number. No clue what I spent on Beverly. It was, it was, it was a bunch. I'm pretty sure it was over like 150,000. I don't remember what I spent on Beverly. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to tell you that. I think, I think, if I remember right, let me look in the event store because I'm pretty sure I hit the biggest box uh, like two or three times. So let me look here. The biggest box is 10 shards. Oh, no, I spent more than that. Um, what, uh, okay, so let me look here. How many shards was on the previous tier? Let me look at stfc.space real fast. I'll, I'll try to get you an approximation, Dekix. <clears throat> Maybe tough. What time do we go in the air? 8.45? Oh, my God. we got to take a break. You know what? I'll tell you what. Let's do that. Let me take a break. I'll get you my best guess on Troy coming up here in a second. I might even be able to find a screenshot or something where I had her before. We'll take a break. Bubba, um, same thing. You, now you've been doing leaderboards. Karkin, uh, how many leaderboards have you gotten, or are you, have you been doing mostly SMSs? Karkin, your phone's messed up. Can't hear you. Um, let's see. Sanzo says, I've placed top 10 in almost every leaderboard. I've got 300,000. Okay. Well, dude, we're only, I mean, that's actually reasonable. We're, we're 11 days in, so you're going to be north of 500,000. 
like way north. And yes, you've placed in some leaderboards, but the leaderboards uh, are not paying where where uh, where big country would be happy because first place is only eighteen thousand. And by the way, all the leaderboards have been very consistent. Um, for example, away teams boot camp was still first place at 18, but it only went 20 spots deep. And at 20th place, you got 7,200. Uh, Assignment Hunter ALB was 25 alliances deep. So hopefully most people got paid on that. First place was 14,000. 25th alliance got 5,700. Then you had Rescue the Crew. You had Surveyor Extraction. Uh, There's another Rescue the Crew. There was another away team's boot camp, and all of these paid the exact same on the leaderboards. First place, 18,000. Uh, 30th place, 4,500. So if I'm looking here real fast, 10th place. Um, here, let's look at, you know what? I haven't written down the Borg. You know what? Look, the Borg is exactly the same, folks. Look, look, right now it's still up. First place, 18,000. 30th place, 4,500. So 10th place would have gotten you 10,000. You've had one, two, three, four. You placed in the top ten on the mining one? God bless your soul. <laughs> God bless your soul. Uh, four, five. We've had five so far, and we're in our Borg one right now. So that, that means if you place top ten, that you would have gotten only 50, 52,000. From your from your leaderboards, okay, fifty two, maybe fifty three thousand. All right, that's what you should have. Uh, counting today's events, are we thirteen days in? Well, no, no, you're in event day thirteen. None of that's been paid yet. Well, unless you're looking at your SMS, I guess you could technically look, but there was not. Was there one today? There was not an actual arc related SMS. You've got uh, the TNG recruitment leaderboard started, uh, which is an SLB. But Officer Exchange was yesterday. Borg, Borg Revenge started yesterday. So, And this is why I'm saying, this is why Bubba said what he said. The events calendar is a little bit wonky. Like today, technically, from SMSs, you earn zero loot. You know, you earn zero loot. And this is why players like Bubba, and, and I also agree that then I'm a little bit concerned about these multi-day SMSs. Did I say 11? Sorry, we're in event day. I So, oh, I know why. Because on my spreadsheet, I've only got 11 event days worth of events written down. I haven't written down anything from yesterday. Uh, so I haven't written down the board thing. Um, that's the only one I think I'm missing here so far. So that said, um, that said, if I add up all the SMSs, and by the way, only... Only one free ticket, because I also counted only one free ticket per ticketed event day. So I've got the extra amounts of loot from the other tickets in the leaderboard column. I am at um, here. Let's see, from SMSs, I'm at 214,355 is, is my, my guess. That's what I've done from SMSs. 214,000. 355. Where did the 55 come from? It came from Star Trek Day uh, when we got 5555 in that chest. Okay? And that, by the way, that counts. That's free. All right? So 214,555. That is where I have calculated as of right now on all. DJ Gur says that sounds reasonable based on what I have. I agree. So that is going to put us at roughly 
the 400 and like I just said to Bubba, probably the 420 to 450 range, depending on the layout of events. Okay. Decking, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying confident. I said pace. <laughs> I said pace of play, which is also exactly why I said to Bubba, we need to ramp up about 75 grand, right? Nothing is inconsistent here. I said, we need to ramp up about 75 grand. We need to take what we've done already, what you've got planned. We need to add 75,000 more to the potential free-to-play loot table for it to be good, you know, for it to work, for it to be, in my opinion, a reasonable value. No, not necessarily retroactively, but they need to add it. All right, so which is why you could have added two more Borgs and at 7,200 apiece, and there's 14 right off the bat. You could have taken the mining event. And by the way, the mining event will happen again. Get everybody ready. All right, surveyor extraction happens again. And by the way, it's another 96 hours. Just throwing that out there. Okay, happens again on Monday the 20th. Oh, God, tomorrow. Get excited, Bubba Joe. <laughs> happens again tomorrow 96 hours solo leaderboard for miners uh surveyor extraction starts again tomorrow now scopely i know you're gonna say you don't have much time or this or that or whatever but i'm telling you break that up keep your loot tables the same break it up two 48 hour solo leaderboards and four 24 hour solo milestones and we have taken a we've taken a huge step in the right direction towards fixing this loot that would be adding 20,000 loot that's a third of what we need to add you're in, you're in good shape there by the way we also don't know what Parisi squares is going to pay and Bubba it's very possible that that could pay heftily we do not know I don't expect it to blow our minds but we could get extra there okay there's a faction hunt which we have not yet had this month what's it going to look like all right it we know it's going to be three events for the love of all things holy, please, let's not ticket it this time. All right? We don't know, Bubba. Don't know if it's going to be ticketed. I don't think it's going to be ticketed, but we don't know. But, you know, you could throw event store loot in there. And if it's not ticketed, then you're going to have six events that you could throw some loot in. So it's very possible that we could be finishing strong this week. All right? We've got two more days of ticketed events. We've got uh, the Parisi Squares. And not forgetting, we also have Enterprise Trio, Like Mother, Like Son, Captain and First Officer, and Dynamic Duos all coming back this week for a 24-hour solo milestone. So this week, Bubba, we do have a lot of 24-hour solo milestones. It's very possible, very possible that this last week could pay as much as we've earned so far in the arc possible because there's a lot more 24-hour things going on this week than there was last last week did i lose bubba i lost him gregor no, i'm here oh, okay sorry it's possible you're right we, we have no idea what's coming i mean it, it could be anything um the concern i have as you've pointed out is that we've got a lot of um uh, we've had a lot of these multi-day events so we're not getting rewards every day so it's very difficult to mm -hmm. scope out but yeah but that, I mean, that's that's I mean, that's just makes this different. I don't know that it's bad. It just makes it different and hard to plan. Uh, now, K twenty one is saying that Surveyor Extraction is showing forty eight hours. My calendar from Super Jesse is showing ninety six. Uh, let's take a look in the News Game Center very quickly and see what the Game Center has. Surveyor Extraction level fifteen solo leaderboard. Uh, no, and it's ninety six hours. September twentieth. 
through event day 23. That's 20, 21, 22, and 23, four event days. That's 96. Uh, that uh, in-game interstitial has not been updated since the beginning of the month, and they did just update the uh, the game center, uh, the in-game news, like last week because there was uh, there was a thingy, there was a discrepancy. What was it? What was the day that we were supposed? Oh, it was uh, in the field, in the field. We were supposed to get in the field, and it didn't happen. You guys remember? And then we raised that up, and they said, "Hey, yeah, there was a problem. You know, the calendar, whatever. whatever. We're going to redo the calendar, re-release it, and we'll reschedule in the field." Uh, and that's what they did. So we'll talk about the calendar coming up right after the break. In the field uh, has been rescheduled for the 23rd. So that will be this week. What is the 23rd? The 23rd, I think it's Thursday or Friday. It's Thursday. So in the field has been rescheduled for Thursday. We'll talk about the event calendar coming up. we got to take a break. I can't believe I've gotten this long. Actually, I can. I'm very ranty tonight. Um, <laughs> Bubba, we'll take a quick break. But uh, to your point, yeah, we got a lot of 24-hour yes. stuff coming this week. Hey, Karkin, we got you, okay? All right, well, we'll be right back, guys. My name is Ultimate DJs. Going to take a quick break. Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. Friendly neighborhood. Maybe not always. You know what? Cats are very grumpy. Sometimes, Bubba, cats either love you or they want to rip your face out. Who saw Captain Marvel, okay? That sweet little furry lovable kitten took out his eyeball, okay? Did. Scratched it right out of his head. This furry feline's kind of feeling a little feisty tonight. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Shaft's Salad Dressings, now with fewer calories because they're made with 20% spackle. What if smartphones were around during other moments in history? November 19th, 1863. Abe Lincoln gives the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent... Folks, if you could please silence your ringers. A new nation conceived in liberty, dedicated to... If you could refrain from flash photography with your selfies, it's very hard for me to see. Anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, founded on the principle that all men are created equal. Again, please put your whole phone in silent mode, people. It's right on the side, just flip the switch. I shot him for you, Mr. President. Tell you what, I'll leave a copy of this speech if anyone wants to read it. It's too dangerous out here. I'm going to head to the theater and see a play. No pay, 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 no pay. Yes, What to do with a rule like this? Folks will sue, they can't resist. We need to get along. But Facebook's rights are strong. It's so dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, it's dumb, 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 dumb. Get the shot, shot, shot. Get the shot, shot, shot.
Y'all said you wanted the big bands. There you go. <laughs> That's right, Lieutenant Bennett. Lieutenant Bennett has arrived. It's Sing, 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 Benny Goodman and his orchestra. Everybody, welcome in. Good evening. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live. See, we love music from all over. People say I play too much country music over here, Gregor. They say I play too much country music. So there, there you go. There's 50. This is from, let me see if I can find this. 1956? Is that what this is? Hold on. Song credits. There's no credits. It's so old that there's no credits on it, Gregor. It's got no information. Lieutenant Bezos says the 30s. Is this the 30s? Oh, like, yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Good evening. Welcome. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live with Benny Goodman and his orchestra bringing us back from break. Uh, welcome in to Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, way off the rails tonight and kind of just sloppy. And, you know, we, we have days like that, Bubba Joe. It is what it is. Um... Benny was World War One, says Scaly Back. Gosh, okay, so that's earlier than I thought. I thought it was in the 50s. Oh, God. What's up? How are you guys? What do you want to talk about, Bubba? I've been, I've been very on a kind of a weird soapbox tonight. Maybe I should take a step back, let you do it, because you, you did good the other day. You just want to you take your cat now. You want, you want to take over? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, actually, I mean, Gregor's the one who hasn't been able to be in a bunch of shows. I, I bet he has some things he'd love gee, to talk about. Listen, I'm sure you're 1,000% prepared for this. Why don't you just, uh, why don't you take over? Get yeah. ready for Troll Hour. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> listen, some people... Troll gonna, Hour with Gregor. <laughs> some people going to say that I've been trolling people for an hour. I don't know. Uh, okay, here, I do, I do want to talk about this. Uh, we did a six and a half hour show last night. Maybe why I'm tired and grumpy, possibly. Um, there was a lot of great stuff discussed in that video, and I'm not going to cover it all because I'd like for you to maybe in your six and a half hours of free time, I would like for you guys to, to check it out. Subscribe to our channel, click on the bell, all that good stuff. Uh, however, there were a couple key takeaways last night, Bubba. First of all, we spent two hours talking about Borg probes and the most efficient way to kill them. Now, the, the reason that this conversation was very different is because we're not focused on loot we're not talking about loot for the purposes of this borg hunter event and by the way it's a one-off is not happening again it was this somebody asked a minute ago in the chat during the commercial break hey what about live target practice we never got that yeah we did we did they just didn't (laughs) the names didn't match all right but it was the borg event okay that's what it was 72 hour leaderboard with an sms it was that's what it was live target practice was the borg Okay. Yeah, the names didn't match, but that's what it was. Now that's uh, contradicting uh, our our what we kind of have felt in the past, Bubba, because live target practice can be remembered by some players as been baby ship PvP, jelly yep. PvP, and tourist PvP. So target practice was not the right name for this event, and and I would almost guess that the calendar had a typo in it because they launched it with the name that they want but but when you know when they were writing this out in the calendar and they said target practice and then they went to their you know their event carousel you know when they're looking through you know the stuff to to put into the calendar and they saw live target practice and it's jellyfish baby jellyfish pvp they're like oh that's not what we wanted so they probably just came you know forgot to come back to the calendar but nonetheless that's what it was 
Uh, Tabby Moses says, just started the Borg event today. Still haven't finished the SMS. Ah, no sweat. You should be good. If you just started it today, you got four bonus sales yesterday, so you should be you should be all right there. But that's what we were talking about for the purposes of this leaderboard, because yesterday, shout out to Kronos on server 15. He's actually in my alliance. Uh, who's in the 40 to 45 bracket. Now, by the way, brackets, <laughs> Scopely, <laughs> Scopely, listen to me. <laughs> Your bracketing literally sucks air this month. All of it. All of it. Don't you, hold back. Tell me how you really feel. A big, steaming, dookie pile of dumpy, slimy, diarrhea-like with, like, bits of corn and, like, stringy celery still in it. That's how nasty your bracketing has been this month. Absolutely garbage, trash, nasty. Like, I don't ever want to see it again. It made me so sick. I never want to look, touch, feel, smell, none of it. I don't want to see it. Awful. The bracketing has been absolutely atrocious. Terrible. I mean, Scopely, come on. Why? Why? You know, this is... I've said this before. So is Bubba, so is Gregor, so is Big, so is Karkin, so is literally everyone else. Two steps, one step forward, two steps back. One step forward, two steps back. One step forward, two steps back. Eventually, Scopely, we're going to hit our ass on the starting line. All the stuff that you do that's good, and yet somehow you find a way to take us back to ground zero. I don't get it. Bracketing has been good for three months. Three months. So why does it suck this month? This month, the grand finale, the big finish, the one where everyone is supposed to remember it by, the one that everybody is supposed to say, man, you know what, Bubba, they finished strong. Might have been a little weak to start out. You know, we didn't get the D. Really wanted that D. But at least I can't complain about the grand finish, can I, Bubba Joe? <laughs> at least they finished strong. At least it was the most generous event store of all time. At least we got all the officers that we wanted to get. At least we got all the mycelium we wanted to get. Right, Big Country? At least the bracketing held true. At least it was nice and tight and everybody had a fair shot. At least they did that. So I, I'm going to voice a fairly, I think, unpopular position, if you'll give me a second. Always. Um, the, the events, the brackets, the events themselves, I mean, it's it's been a really huge miss this month. And that's, I mean, looking at the calendar, playing in some of the events, I'm like, I'm ready to grade this arc now, and it's not going to be a grade they're going to like. Um, I I'm afraid... They're going to release because it's been heavily implied photon tokens, you know, this week, you know, mid arc, and it's going to be marred in the disaster that this arc has been. And it's, you know, yeah, we're going to appreciate, but it's like this arc has been so bad on so many levels that that's not even going to move the needle. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. We're fickle. Okay. We're fickle. We can be tempted. We, if photon tokens drop tomorrow, we'd be very happy. We'd probably forget yep. about a lot of things that we've complained about. We'd be very happy. But you know what? I, I, I agree with you, and I want to come back to a conversation that, that I think you and I were having. I don't even remember. Um, I have said, and I said this on another show, I've been very forgiving of the design. 
I've been very, very forgiving of the design because truthfully, and I know even Bubba Joe doesn't agree with me 100% on this, but ARC-1, away team's assignments, great design. It, the implementation was a little poor because the rewards were terrible, right? We, we, I think we can all, all agree. Well, I don't want to say terrible, but not, not mind-blowing. Certainly not needle-moving, as you would say, Bubba, right? All right, Aries says they're horrible. I, I don't think that they're horrible. A lot of people used them, especially younger players. A lot of younger players pulled a lot of uncommon out of that, okay? But it wasn't mind-breaking. It wasn't mind-blowingly uh, game-changing, which, again, it shouldn't be. No, it should never be. Okay, nothing should come out that changes everything. Okay, that said, I said this. You can go back and listen. Arc one, away team's assignments, great potential. I said, I said they can solve every sourcing problem in the game with this mechanic. Now, whether they choose to or not, you know, that remains to be seen. All right, but away team's assignments 1.0 was an introduction to a mechanic that literally could have changed everything. Instead. And it was, it was whatever. It was, if we think about it, we'll go do it and we'll pick up what? 12 common. Okay, cool. You know, maybe one data shard every 48 days with a 10% chance. You know, maybe some active nanoprobes here and there at a 20% chance. It, it was not, it was not anything that anybody was excited about. Okay. Arc two, deep space armadas. Definitely for the higher level players. Okay. Great concept, Bubba. Bigger targets, mm-hmm. more challenge, different crew. Because guess what? The crew you're using down here at the 39s, not the crew that you're using in the 41 pluses. It's not, people. Okay? Kirkspot Khan no longer rules deep space. It's five and six territory up there. Okay? Here to tell you, even with TNG officers, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not the same. Different targets, different areas. Okay? IJ says Deep Space Armadas, big fat F. You know what? I don't, I don't agree with the Armadas themselves being an F. You know what the F was, IJ? The F... I know what it is. What is it? The F is the, is the chest, the, the reward chest. chest. The loot chest, okay? The Armada chest. That was the fail. The Armadas themselves are good. They're fun. They could have tweaked them. They could have changed the refresh on them just like they did in lower space, but nonetheless... They're fun. They're different. They're a challenge. They have to be done differently. They have to be done in teams. Now, again, the level 50s can't solo a 39 Epic anymore. I mean, they can, but they now have targets that require coordination. And because their warp timers are so long, it really does kind of require a different approach. They're fun. I am having fun with the Deep Space Armadas. Starter chests are good. Cool. Yep, I'm good with all that stuff, Looter. But they, they have basically decentivized participation because all of the rewards are coming in the starter chest. So the participation aspect of it, if you only participate, it will take you years. Well, not years, but it'll take you a long time to be able to open a chest. That's the fail. That's the implementation. The design of the Armada is good. Guys, remember, design. Who wrote them? Who mathed them? Design actually did a really good job over these last five months. That's going to sound crazy, but you follow me through. Design did a pretty daggone good job with TNG. Implementation, accounting, monetization, billy from accounting, whatever you want to say, that's where it got effed. 
Okay, so the Armada loot chest, not so good. So, I, DJ, I think I, I would draw a distinction that the design of the features, right? And and I disagree on the Meridian, but I'm gonna I'm gonna concede the point that everyone loves it, but me. Um, that you know, so the design <laughs> of the features was good. The design of the officers started good and got significantly bad as the arc went on. Uh, okay, so you started with. You started with Beverly in Arc One, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, Beverly, Jordy, and Data. Okay, yep. well, there's a lot of people chasing Data right now. Maybe it's because yep. they're curious. Okay, uh, all three of those are legitimate, either curiosities or good. You know, okay. Beverly is legitimate. Jordy is an alternate crew for the larger, pl heavier players that want to, you know, beat the thirty nines and get extra loot. So, I mean. He has a reason to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, so those three officers are fine. Okay. And then we went to Arc two was uh, Picard. Picard. Picard and, and Wesley. Wesley. You know, we'll hey, talk you, about you, Wes yeah, Let's talk can't... about Wesley later. You have it on the <laughs> show notes. We'll talk about Wesley later. Um, but Picard, no one's arguing about Picard. Okay. Right? All right, cool. So Arc um, 3 then. Arc 3. Right. Arc 3 was Riker by himself. And while it was a little weak for an entire arc... He has some potential. You know, he's yeah. got some place to be. Not as good as Picard, but he doesn't have to be because Picard is arguably one of the top three officers in the game. All right, so we, we go have from different there. Jobs. They do have different jobs. I agree Correct. with Picard. They have different jobs. Mm -hmm. all, right. Um, all right. So you got Riker. So, now, so, so first three arcs, you're, you're, you're singing big praise. Okay. Arc yep. four. Worf and Troy. Okay. Worf and Troy. Now, Worf. Disaster. I think we can all agree with that. Yep. But yeah, it's their first miss of the entire arc in your eyes. Okay, because you're claiming that Wesley's not a miss, but we'll come to that later. But you're claiming that Wesley is not a miss, so Worf is the first failure in your eyes. Now, Troy, I, I put Troy on a pedestal. I did. I told you, and I still maintain. You guys believe me or not, I predicted Deep Space Armadas with the introduction of, of Jordy. Okay, like you can go back and hear it. I called it. I predicted Deep Space Armada. Gregor, you were on that show. Remember, you and I were speaking, and I said, "Why does a VIP need an epic officer that's going to throw more damage when the biggest target in the game is a thirty-nine that they can solo?" Gregor must not be here because he was here for this conversation. I remember speaking to him about it. You say the Jordy one or the Riker one? Jordy. Jordy offered, when he came out in Arc 1, he offered 100% boosted damage against Klingon Armadas. And what did I say? Oh, yeah. Nobody needs a damage boost to Klingon Armadas. Nobody. Zero. Nobody needs that. Okay? So there must be something coming. Now, <clears throat> Arrow has opened my eyes, and we'll talk about this. Here's from the show teaser. Troy researched, tested. Here are the results. The real-world results for right here today. Oh, Troy, for our game right here today, big fail miss. Right, Arrow? You told me, and this is going to yes. blow people's mind, it, with our current game environment right here, right now, today, Troy, the epic officer that costs 6,000 shards or 6,000 event store loot per shard, 
uh, as far as the captain's maneuver, can be easily swapped out for the common gala. Now, miss this. And by the way, mathematically, correct. Proof positive. I'm going to explain this to you very... Eric, you want to do it? You do it. So, so okay. Um, we're so talk, the, the before, basic... before we start, Bubba, we're, we're talking captain's maneuver only, just for a second. And if you've got questions after Arrow, then, then we'll come back. I'm sure somebody's That's not going to understand this. So, Arrow, captain's maneuver only. Just real quick, please. Go ahead. Correct. So, basically, the way you look at it, for the normal armadas, the faction armadas, armadas and the neutral space armadas that have 10% crit chance for 150% crit damage. Um, <clears throat> what Troy does is it removes the, the crit chance. So... 100% of the shots are doing 100% damage. Whereas normally you have 90% of the sh uh, shots doing 100% damage and 10% of the shots doing 150% damage. Well, what Gala does is she removes 50 of the 150% from the crits. So now you have 90% of the shots doing 100% damage and 10% 10, 10 of the shots critting for still 100% damage, which is exactly the same. But Gala only requires an officer slot rather than a captain slot. So you still get to use somebody else in the captain slot. So Gala is actually, I, I think Gala is better than Troy. I don't think they're equal because Troy you have to have in the captain slot and does nothing else against anything except for um, whichever one she does. I forget which one she does it against. Whereas Gala, you can put on the sidecar and you still get the officer slot open for a different ability. So the common Gala what you're saying arrow the common gala in normal faction armadas which for all intents and purposes is the target of the tng crew faction armadas and hostiles that the epic troy was repackaged common gala true or false essentially functionality wise yes for for what we currently have now, you did surmise, DJ, that more stuff was coming for based on Troy. I sure did, but I'm talking about that's why I specified game environment here today. All right, now I want to agree. I, I want to address one or two comments very quickly in the chat. Sitting Bull says Gala stacks, so she's actually better than Troy. This is where I disagree. You got to compare apples and apples, Sitting Bull. Okay, Gala can stack. What I originally praised about Troy is that she used one slot. And where people were, compa com were comparing is exactly what you said. Gala stacks. You would have to use three galas, or we, we use four galas in exchange, right? But in faction armadas, you got to use three galas to stack, all right? But that costs three officer slots, okay? And when I am doing, when I am looking at armadas, I want as many attack or feature or, or ability-based officer slots as I can get. So that's why we've always agreed that Pike Murrow Gala or Gala 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 in a faction armada wasn't worth it because it was only 10% of shots and not worth it. You were giving up too much. You're giving up too much. Sitting Bull, you say it turns crits into no damage if you run it three times. That's fine. But that's only one out of 10 shots. And how much have you given up? How much have you given up? I promise you, you've given up way more than 10% of the damage you're throwing by taking three officer slots. So why I was excited about Troy to begin with was that Troy was one officer slot, just one to level the playing field. And listen, let's face it, in most armadas, the crits are what really 
The crits are what messes things up. Okay? It, this is an exaggerated perspective, but you look at the Mega Cube. Mega Cube is weak sauce if you can get rid of the crit. The crit is insane. Okay? The crit's insane. I know K21, 9 of 10, but that's my point. You get rid of the crit. So why was I excited about Troy? She removes the crit completely, 100% by herself. And that still deserves conversation. But mathematically speaking, Arrow is correct. The, and, and this is where I take exception with this when it comes to Scopely. The com- and by the way, Arrow, I'd be willing to bet you a crisp $5 bill. Scopely did not add these two things together. Scopely did not realize that their epic officer that they were releasing, for as, as far as today's game environment, could be replicated with a common. Just like they didn't expect that Chen was going to be as important as she was when they wrote her, or Talon. They never expected Bubba Joe at level 50 to be using Chen. So I seriously doubt that Scopely looked at designing Troy and then said, oh, crap, Gala can, can do that too. Nah, you're going to do it anyway. They won't know. But they did. They almost got away with it right there, right, Arrow? They almost got me on it. All right. Now, I still believe... I feel like they did get you, well, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> they, they did. Now, in all fairness, I... That's because I we're have... so used to always partnering Gala with Pike Moreau. Whereas even just as an individual officer, she will reduce that to that 100%. Well, now, when, when Troy was introduced, and it's even on YouTube, all right, you guys can go back and watch. What's the synergy on Troy? 5% per side for a max 25% Lego nerd. Which leads me to my next point. And why I still, like, that's why I specified today's game environment, Karkin, because I still believe that Troy's true design intention has yet to come. Jordy was released only a month before Deep Space Armadas. Okay? Now, I'm not saying something crazy is happening next month, all right? Because I, I don't know. Could be three months, could be six months, don't know. But Troy will be used for something we don't have today. Because nothing in the game has a 25% crit chance. Nothing. Zero. Exchange is 20%, but clearly Exchange wasn't designed for TNG. Borg is actually uh, 40%. So Troy's not enough. And they know we have 9 of 10. Okay. Fine, Borg cube, 30%. Still, Troy's not enough. And we've got Borg officers, 9 of 10 can take that out, DJ. Okay. Divine says, what about these Platinum Armada credits that, that Gregor has in his account, that he's the only player in the galaxy that has them? <laughs> okay. There is nothing in the game that has a 25% crit chance as far as an Armada, Armada target. Scalyback says, yet. Correct. Correct. Yet. Okay. So and Sh Shinjo says, let's be real. We know Platinum Armadas are waiting out there. And I feel confident that Troy must have been made for them. Agreed, Shinjo. 1,000%. 1,000%. Troy will become useful. Mark my words. Now, does that mean that Gala still can't come out and play? Sure, but let's pretend. 
Let's pretend, Arrow, if a target comes out and it's got a 25% crit chance. What's the biggest crit chance in the game today, Bubba? Biggest crit chance in the game today. Anybody know? It's uh, on the Borg. The Mega Cube. Mega Cube, 40%. Okay, the Mega Cube at 40%. What's the crit damage, Arrow, on the Borg Mega Cube? Uh, off the top of my head, I believe it's 400%. 400%. Can you possibly stack enough galas to get the <laughs> 400%? Yes. Tell me how. Well, no, you're Pike, right. You're Murray right. Gala or Picard Beverly Gala. Right. Yeah. How many times? <laughs> four times. I think you can get it with three, can't you? No, you're right. It is four. Three Three is 330%. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have full yeah. time. 360, actually, because it's 120. And it's actually 30. 30% critical chance, 400% critical damage for the Mega Cube. That's right. Thank you. It's yeah. not 40. I'm, I'm incorrect. 30 with a 400%. Okay. Which means yeah. you'd have to run Pike Moreau Gala on nine slots, literally over no. or maybe half of your armada. No, 12 slots. That's right. Yeah, four. Yeah, 12 out of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now let's, let's depart Imagination Station here, Arrow. If a new target was to come out that, say, I don't know, maybe gave platinum armada credits that are hiding out in our inventory, that used platinum armada directives that arguably will be harder to get than epics, platinum armadas, what do you expect, Arrow, that their critical chance would be? 26% 26% just to mess with you. <laughs> I would love it. I 50%. wish I wish they would. Gregor, I'm with you. I'm thinking 40 plus, to be honest with you. Yes. Bubba. I mean, 50 sounds reasonable for them to be like, oh, you need two Troy double synergies. But I think 25 is more likely. Okay. Bubba, what would you expect? Seeing Troy, seeing Platinum, what do you expect the crit chance to be? Crit chance, I expect it to be 25. Okay. I, I really do. All right. Now, fair, 25%. Now, the only thing in the game right now that has anything at 25 or higher is the Borg Mega Cube, and we've already surmised that the crit damage is 400%. So, Arrow, I come back to you. Let's circle around the panel. If a 25% target comes out, what do you expect the critical damage to be? Probably three, three hundred fifty percent. They they have to make it enough that you just couldn't run a gala comp to negate it. Mm-hmm. Agreed, Gregor. What do you think? You're saying fifty percent crit chance. What do you think that critical damage bonus would be on a fifty percent crit chance? Oh, I agree. I think it's going to be a number that requires you to use Troy. Huh, Bubba Joe, wrap For it sure. up. Wrap it up, Bubba Joe. I think Divine has it correct. I think it's a thousand percent damage. You know what, Divine? I think you're closer than anybody. I think Bubba's. I think Bubba's with you. I think it's going to be insane. I was thinking 500 percent myself. Okay, I I expect a platinum armada target. So here's my prediction. You got Arrow said 25. Bubba says 25. Gregor says 50. I am actually going with 40. Okay, I'm going with 40. Although I could see 50, but really, when you think about it, 50-50 shots on criticals like that's, buddy, that that is going to mop the floor with tribunes. Okay, I mean, really, truthfully, <laughs> that's that's big. Okay, that's big time. 
criticals, and we're talking 500%. So I'm going to go with 40%. That way Troy has a real value. And then commiserate with 40%. I'm going to go 500% because we've got a a 30% now with 400. I'm going to go, and and by the way, I'm not suggesting that they be related. I'm just saying it's going to be big. Just like Arrow says, you're not going to be able to do Pike Moreau Gala on this. If if Ripper were here, because we talked about this last night, we he has noticed, and I think you guys can look at some of these officers, Bubba Joe, and you'll probably see this pattern. You may have missed it, or maybe you heard Ripper talking about it last night. But I invite all the rest of you guys to look at the officers we've gotten over the last several months. Not just not just the PVE ones from TNG, but look at look at TOS officers as well. They're changing the script. New officers are ultimately being better. This is why I have faith in Commander Data. I'm telling you, he is the black sheep. Six of ten was the black sheep for a long time, Gregor. People said six of ten. I knew six of ten was magic. People said six of ten was garbage until six of ten wasn't garbage anymore at about tier three. And now he's flipping necessary. Okay. Go ahead, Bubba. So, yeah, so I, I, I hear, you know, this was a very interesting discussion regarding, you know, is Troy any good or not? And and I've I've agreed with you. I think that there is a few future purposes. As soon as they released, right, and we started looking at the numbers, you and I had a conversation. Like, there is a future use for Troy that is not today. Yes, it and is. And you yep. can't evaluate her on today. My problem with Troy and Worf and Tasha Yar is like- that they don't make sense. Oh, okay. from, a, from a narrative point of view? So, okay. Correct. <clears throat> so this question was asked because I I disagreed with Riker's officer ability from a narrative standpoint. Now, I get it. They cited the episode where he's fighting the Federation. All right? Like, I think he was on a Klingon ship or something like that. Okay? That's what they cited. I'm cool with that. Me, personally, I don't think you take a seven-year character and you choose one episode and you make that his episode. You make that his whole ability. I don't agree with that. But, but, from a design perspective, they had to give it to somebody. And if you're only going to release TNG Enterprise crew officers, somebody's going to have to fight the Federation. Somebody's going to have to fight the Romulans. Okay? Somebody's going to have to do it. I mean, if that's all your, if that's the only officers you're going to release, and that's the officer feature set you want to release, somebody's going to have to do it. Now, but somebody, they somebody didn't have to. They didn't have to do it. That's the point, right? So this is the TNG arc. You could have said, okay, well, the T, the TNG arc is obviously Federation officers, and they're going to have an anti-Romulan and an anti-Klingon, and we're done, right? You're not going to get an anti-Federation officer for TNG officers at some point in the future. We're going to release a bunch of Romulan officers, and the Romulan officers are going to have an anti-Federation and an anti-Klingon officer, but they're not going to have an anti-Romulan <laughs> I would officer. almost agree with you, Bubba, except for the last 10 months, we've not gotten anything but Federation officers. Okay? So... Well, so they have said, they have said, the beginning of the TNG arc, they said, hey, we hear you, we're going to do different, we're going to do better, we're going to give you some officers that aren't Federation but it's not going to be right now. That was their. That was their. That was in their podcast that the designers did at the very beginning of. I TNG. know, but you know what? It, it, listen, once in a while, maybe not very often. I'm usually relatively understanding, forgiving, whatever. Shilly, fine. Uh, put up or shut up on the Romulan and Klingon officers. That's kind of how I feel about it. Okay, it's been ten months. 
10 months since anything that wasn't human. Or, well, that's not fair. But anything that wasn't fed. Okay. But so so but, so, eh. so my my point is is that you could have just very easily swapped Troy and Worf. Okay? And now those abilities on themselves, you can say the Worf ability isn't any good, the ones that were Worf, but on Troy, they at least make some thematic sense. Troy is going to encourage you to leave quickly. She doesn't want to fight. She's going to mitigate damage. That's something that makes a ton of sense relative to the show. Whether or not her abilities are any good, who cares? But at least they are. At least they make sense because they're going to release officers that are not relevant. Like they've always made officers that aren't as good, right? That and and I wish everything they made is relevant, but I I have no expectation that every officer they ever make is going to be relevant. That doesn't make sense. But what they did is they put a runaway mechanic on Worf. Come on, and then well, they made I a mitigation Listen, mechanic I'm on, on Worf. I'm on your side. Worf is garbage. <laughs> so, Worf so, is terrible. Worf so, Worf is worse than Wesley. Okay. Now, now, in fairness, some people are using warp. They're using it to warp really fast, doing scouts, doing missions, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. If you have a use for him, that's fine. Just like Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar has a use. It might be very narrow. It might be very, very rare, but she has a use. We all, at one point or another, Bubba Joe, go back in time. I know you're level 50, bro. Hey, Karkin. Do you currently have a mission hostile gold boss in your archive section that you cannot kill? Well, no, not one that I can't kill. I... <laughs> Damn it, Karkin. You're supposed to be the <laughs> voice of the 30 ops level player. Well, okay. I have a lot of the those Dilithia missions. Like, good, like, I could pretty much kill anything that until I leveled, like, Maybe if I put my quest a little bit forward, I might reach one. Oh, you know what? That is not true. There's an archived one that was given to me. Like, you needed to be, like, level 38, like a 4 million. So, yeah, probably, but I can't reach the place, but. Okay. So, there, technically, maybe one or two. All right. Thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm teasing you, obviously, because you just, yeah. <laughs> but you know where I'm going. Busted Thank you, point. Captain yeah. Caboose. All right. I've got one in archive that I can't kill. Okay, Looter says, uh, I've got one in deep space at Ops 31. Okay, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Everybody has at one time or another, listen, you can argue all you want, there has been a yellow boss at some point in this game that you could not kill. That you, I see it in here every day, so you guys cannot BS me. Bubba, people come in here, what crew do I use to kill this boss that's 3 million more power than my ship? We see this question all the time, so... Those people need to raise their hands right now. Have my back, okay? Because so, but people is 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 Tasha Yar gonna actually put you over the top? One Unknown, though? exactly. Unknown, unknown. Because because I, to my knowledge, nobody's tried it yet, and I'd like to see the testing on it. But my point remains: it's very narrow use. And if you use it, and Gregor, if it's enough to put you over the top, then you're done with it. It doesn't lead you to something else. You're just done. Then you put her back until you need it again. It's so narrow in use. You know what I'm saying? It's so narrow in use that that it's it's not worthy. So, so it's not worthy. I agree so, with you. I agree so with you. If if they had messed up the abilities on and I'm just gonna pick on some people that 
you know, I personally think should have gotten officers in this arc. So if they'd have messed up the ability on Barkley or Rolaren or, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ogawa, the, the nurse, right? If they'd have messed up the ability on Guinan, if they'd have messed up the, all these other characters that they could have introduced in the game in some capacity would be like, okay, well, you know, not everyone's going to be great. Like, you know, but they decided they're only going to do basically the bridge crew. They're only going to do these over the top. Everyone identifies with these officers and then they screwed up so many of them. It's the same thing with TOS Spock, no, Bubba, except listen, they did it no. for more people. No, Bubba, be fair. Okay. You've just praised every officer this arc until Worf and until Tasha. Okay. You've praised every single one. You got the two rares that admittedly nope. are probably throwaway abilities. All right, but that is the minority of officers. So we can't we can't my, sit here my, and say all oh, the officers are trash. What I said initially is that they started out the design for the officers started off strong and finished poorly, which is the point I'm making. The first three arcs of officers were really good, and the last two arcs of officers were not. Three arcs. No, I don't. I don't agree with three. I, I, and I really, uh, I, I mean, listen, I don't find it a use for Tasha, but she's a rare, and sometimes rares are trash, sometimes they're good. Harrison, case in point. Yuki, case in point. There's a couple of rares out there that really, Spock, case in point. There's a couple of rares out there that are game-changing. Agreed. Most of them are not. Livis, no, Lego, I'm not being a shill, I'm being objective. Most of these officers I am using, and if I can find use in them, that's better than something I had before, then I'm cool with that. All right? Who am I not using? Not using Worf. I'm, I haven't earned Tasha, so I haven't used Tasha. I'm using Picard every day. I'm using, I'm using Riker for Synergy every single day. Now, I'm not using him for his ability. I send him wherever. I'm using him for Synergy. Uh, I use Beverly every single day. I don't have data. I'm using Jordy every single day in level 39 and down armadas for loot, okay? Not for his officer ability, but for loot, okay? Now, in this arc, you got Tasha, and you got a non-TNG officer. So, but the non-TNG officer... Is great. Is a very strong ability. It's extremely... It it takes... The ability that that her original host officer was, and it's literally doubled. It's the most powerful mining officer in the game. Love it or hate it. Okay, so, so, I, so that's not a bad officer. DJ, either, I didn't Bubba. get a chance to see earlier, but I, I won three of ten, and then I won the mining event because I had three of ten. Well, congratulations, Karkin, and yeah. you love three of ten. I love three of ten. That's great. Listen, so, everyone wants again. to compl- everyone who wanted to complain <laughs> and, and complain about this mining officer being a, a finale officer for TNG. Listen, I get it. Maybe you wanted a, a TNG officer, but you got a miner and arguably a completely record breaking, very functional, best mining officer in the game officer. And and nobody here is going to turn one down if they were offered one for free. Zero. All right. And so unless you're going to sit here and tell me that you are a player who absolutely hates a mining officer and it doesn't belong in the game and I wouldn't take one if it was free. Again, just like I said to Scopely, put up or shut up. Okay? Like, nobody is going to turn down 3 of 10. Period. Plain and simple. 
Okay, and and to say that she's not a good officer. Listen, maybe she doesn't thematically fit, Bubba. I'll give you that. I actually agreed with you when we discussed the whole TNG five months has thematically been weak. I agree to that. But wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Thematically, it's been weak. No, okay. no, no. Sorry, I I wasn't arguing that. Steven Zaren says I have alliance members that haven't spent and have unlocked three of ten already. How did you not spend and unlock three of ten? They saved for six months. I mean, that's that's a loaded statement. I get it. It's a super loaded statement. It's a very yeah. loaded statement. And I, but I agree with the factual statement that Stephen Zaren says is that you can do it. We've talked about this for years. Plan and save. Plan and save. Choose your opportunities. Plan and save. And you absolutely can. Now, you know. Can you do it every single month with every single officer? No, you can't. The person who unlocked 3 of 10 probably doesn't have Picard, probably doesn't have Riker. Uh, but on the other hand, look at Karkin. Karkin has all of them, okay? And he's he's relatively low spend. I mean, he's got them all, so I don't know how he did that. He's in a low ops low bracket. bracket. He's in a low bracket. And right. having saved a whole crap load before. And he's saved and, a ton. Yeah. So so it can happen. It can happen. I'm, but it is it is a it's save and splurge, says Arian. It can happen, but it's certainly having not common. Right thing to spend at the right time. It's certainly not a, a commonplace thing. So we want we do want to be careful, Stevens Aaron, when we say that like it should be like it should be expected because it's certainly not easy. Okay, you got to have super self discipline. You got to save for a long time, and arguably you're holding yourself back progression wise while you're waiting for your opportunity. Okay. Here's what really annoyed me. Here's what really annoyed me in the the last three rares was Yar, Worf, and Wesley, is that they put them behind hundred dollar unlocks. I think it was hundred, right? Because you can you can unlock on forty nine ninety nine. I don't think. Um, I you could unlock you could unlock with the fifty dollar pack. Okay, just you could unlock. unlock. Yeah, but, but I was gonna a... say the hundred dollar was like what instant tier three, right? I'm pretty sure one hundred dollar tier three. Uh, let me see. Tasha Yar. Yeah, Tasha Yar is 91 shards. That is tier three, I'm almost sure, but I'll tell you real quick. Uh, I, I, I guess I guess what I'm saying is I feel like those are the officers that should have been fully sourced, at least first level for free. I mean, everything. I mean, Bubba Joe and I, you, we talked about this about a week or two uh, ago. Sorry, I guess tier two. Tier two. $100 for tier two. My, my bad. 90, like, 91 they, shards. They should have sourced those specialized, specific, highly specific use case officers for free. At least the first unlock. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just whining, but I just feel like, what? Well, I mean, listen, I seriously doubt a ton of people have dropped 100 bucks on a Tier 2 Tasha Yar. But those officer, those packs are always there. It's like the freaking Vault of Latinum. Who gives a crap? It's always there. That doesn't mean people are spending on it. You know, is it taking a space? Sure, whatever. They're always going to do it. There's nothing in this game that they're not going to offer for sale, whether or not we find it to be a good value. It's always going to be there. Anybody else notice the $100 active nanoprobe pack that has 30,000 active nanoprobes in it? Uh Is anybody in their right frame of mind going to buy that pack after what we've seen over the last two months? Seriously, anybody, please, please. I will not judge. I will not make fun. Just I want to know why. I want to know why someone would spend $100 on 30,000 active nanoprobes. If you have, please PM me. Okay? Because I want to because I want because I want to know why. Okay? Short says I know people that have. I don't mean that have in the past. I mean that have today, like or in the last 48 hours. 
Wow. Shorts says, I, you know what? Then produce them, Shorts. I want to speak to them. I, I don't know who would have done that. Yeah, I want to speak to them because, first of all, maybe they don't know. Maybe I could teach somebody. Okay? You just said they didn't see the Borg math, so maybe I can help that person. Okay? Maybe I can bring them to the light. Okay? But that's insane. But, 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 but that's also the thing we say often is it may not have value for you, but the person who buys it, they have obviously seen value in it and what they needed at the time. Maybe. Fair enough. All right. Yes, we agree. It may not necessarily be a great value, but, you know, if they needed whatever it was that was in the pack and they wanted to spend it, that's up to them, really, at the end of the day. Sure. I'm cool with that. And Short says 75% of people haven't seen the math. I, I don't see how you could have participated in the Borg event and not seen the math. I don't know how you can look at the away team's assignments 2.0 and not see the math. But but okay. Uh, okay. Hang on. Hang cool. on. Who who took three days to see the Borg man? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, never mind. It's... <laughs> huh? He was throwing yeah, a finger at you. Yeah, I think he was. Three days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't take three days. I I laid this out in the arc introduction video. Oh, you're talking about that Borg. Okay. What what are you talking about? <laughs> Did I miss something? The, uh, oh, the 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 inter the inter Borg, Borg event. Yeah, no, sorry, I was talking yeah. about the ATA. No, yeah, 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 I missed that too. But you know what? That's been two weeks yeah. ago, and, yeah. th and this pack <laughs> is here today. So why would why is somebody buying it today? Yeah, anyway, whatever. You're right. I don't know. Anybody can do anything they want. My point is, Gregor, there's going to be packs for everything. We we saw. Now you know what? Legit, I did see evidence. I saw it. Somebody PM me. They paid a hundred dollars for another Vidar so they could get eight cells for this event. Legit, somebody PM me said that they spent a hundred dollars on eight cells so that they could win the solo leaderboard. Why? There's it's your you could have spent a hundred dollars on merits of honor and gotten way more. They wanted to they wanted to compete. They wanted to win. And again, listen, you say, you <laughs> okay. say that, must, that must be ops. That must be ops. Um, because my full unlock the die only gives me one transport cell. Oh no, mine mine's here, right here. I've got it. Limit one pack. Oh, wow. Maybe it's okay. because I mean, it, maybe you bought it already. I don't know. You know, I I don't I never bought the Vidar because Scopely gave it to me, so I, I never paid for this pack. Here it is. I just put it in chat. I never mm -hmm. bought this pack. There it is. Eight cells, a hundred Vidar BPs. Okay, and eighteen rare crystal. By by the way, Gregor, three star. By the way, eighteen three star rare crystal. I was jazzed. Okay. I just I just feel like there was some you <laughs> could have. Okay, whatever. Savannah, I probably I because I didn't pay for my Vidar. Uh, Scopely provided my Vidar. And, and by the way, the Vidar was available. You could grind it out. But the point is, I never paid for this pack. If you didn't pay for this pack, you should have it. Okay? Nobody should have paid for it. It was in the, it was in the uh, Battle Pass. All right? So uh, nobody should have paid for their Vidar. Twice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. So let's, let's move forward. I, I, I've veered off the path again. Uh, Arc 3. Arc 2 was Deep Space Armadas. Arc 3, Meridian. Bubba Joe, okay, Talk, going yep. back to the design conversation. Meridian, mm -hmm. they didn't do a heck of a lot wrong with Meridian. I know that you're not the biggest fan. IJ loves it. Lots of players love it. Lots of players love hunting it, okay? There's not very many people that haven't warmed uh, up I, to this. I know there are some. I've, I know there are some. I, I've, conceded the, I've conceded the ground to people. That's fine. I, I, I am in the minority. I have not changed my mind, but I am clearly in the minority. And, and that's okay. Not everything is for everybody, but, but design-wise, most of the players whom Scopely seemingly was targeting 
have in fact benefited from the from the use of this feature but we hated it because it's not a tng ship but the feature itself the design looking pretty good arc 4 exocomps the design exactly what we asked for nothing that changes the game nothing that breaks the game nothing that allows a spender to step on my throat design wise lots of room for potential and other things and mechanics and and by the way gregor we haven't i don't think we've talked about exocomp since you've been back but hey Hey, right turn, Clyde, you got a cargo-enhancing Exocop this month. Exactly what you asked for, which I actually thought would never come. But there it is, this month. It's available. What about the, what about the, uh, the reputation ones? What about the reputations? What about the, the loot bonus? All that can still come. The potential of Exocomps, unlimited. Unlimited. Now, again, Bubba, Bubba Joe, implementation, arc, their feature arc, Ooh, little vanilla, right? But right, Gregor, a little weak. Yeah. Okay. On a 20% build speed. Now, granted, still free, still nickels and dimes. I still see value. I used them today. But I understand Ripper helped me see the perspective that a lot of people, if they don't feel good, if they don't feel like it's worth it, then they're not going to be happy with it. And I get that, even though I disagree. I get that perspective. So what did Scopely do on the next month, Bubba Joe? They offered... It's, it's much faster than I think anyone expected. I agree. I agree. But, but iteration isn't even my point. The point is that, that it had potential, and even uh, 30 days later, they're going to start to explore some of that potential. I hope that that continues. Golly, could you imagine how great it would be to have one or two or three exocomps a month come out? Even if it's around one ability, but have two or three different levels of it? You know, I, I would be satisfied with that. Bubba, if you had one new hook of an Exocomp, but maybe there were two or three different varieties or two or three different spices of it each month, are you overall, compared to our history, are you satisfied with that level of iteration? Yes. I think so. And and I think that if they do introduce a, a new a couple of new... Now, the one thing I will say is that they're going to get into... Very quickly, they're going to get into trouble with Exocomps that they have in recruit chests, Right. They cannot just continue to add exocomps to the chests that they have. They may have to introduce a fourth chest. Huh, but you're right, Lego. That's the same conversation. That's exactly Bubba the point. Yep. yep. You and I, Bubba and I had the same conversation in private a few days ago. Everything that has come out these five months in design, whether you agree or not, everything from a design standpoint has been actually bloody brilliant. I mean, really, away team's assignments. Maybe somebody – I saw somebody say earlier that traits should have been part of the first launch. I actually don't disagree with that. I don't know why you, you do ATA and ATA 2.0 and just four months apart. But whatever, that's what they did. Uh, ATA, maybe it was, it was a learning curve, Bubba. I even heard you say that it would have been nice to introduce, like, some traits early and then expand traits yep. later uh, to provide a learning curve. Maybe ATA 1.0 was the learning curve. You know, maybe that was it. Maybe that was to get people familiar with how it worked, you know, to use those officers, to get to your bonuses, to get to your critical chances, to learn how that worked, and then introduce traits. Maybe that was the learning curve. Either way, it's design. It's passive design, Gregor, which is what I love about it. It's passive design is bloody brilliant. 
So I mean, the one thing, the one thing I'll say about ATAs, um, it's, and you and I agree, like it has all this potential, right? The one thing that they said, they said in in their discussion of ATAs was that they wanted to take officers that are not useful, and um, and make you give you a use for them, right? And the problem is, is that the ATAs. I mean, granted, you can do ATAs at sixty percent, you know, if you want, but in order to get to those hundred percent values, you have to take useful officers to do them. Same thing with the traits. There's even more emphasis on taking these useful officers that you normally want to have below decks that you normally have crewing your ships, and you've got to put them on an ATA. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent. It seems like they've lost what their initial design intent was, is giving us use for these uncommon and other officers that we don't have. Um, it, and so it's it's a little frustrating that, you know, we can't do, uh, we can't make a use for those officers. We're still trying to micromanage these epic officers. I, I actually remember on the Commander's Hub podcast where I swear it was like designer data or... or or Dunzel. Dunzel, one of them was like, yeah, we hear about like how people have these officers they don't know what to do with them, and, and now you can send them on these away missions. But that, I, I agree, like I think we talked about this before, like you're, but you're using your best officers on the away missions. And I know you have to be without them for days. It's all possible, but it's not exactly what, what I think everybody had in mind when they heard away missions. It's a little different than what we were thinking. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I think even Scopely was surprised that people were using their absolute best officers. I, I, I remember a meeting that I had early on where, you know, they, they specifically said, like, this is supposed to, to allow you to use the officers that you're not using a great deal. I got to be honest. Let me ask you this from a design standpoint, Bubba. You, you honestly know, in hindsight, and I just had this thought. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think even in chat. Um, if they eliminated... The bonus multiplier. Now, I know that's going to sound crazy for a second, but just think about it. If they eliminated the bonus multiplier from ATA 1.0, it was just a critical. It was just critical chance and chance at success. But low. But removed the bonus multiplier, and then lowered the stat goals a little bit, so that well, you could even leave the stat goals. You you could maybe 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 lower them a little bit because I know some of the some of them have been uh, tough to get. But for example, you could guarantee yourself a hundred percent by putting Kirk, you know Kirk Spock Khan on there, for example. But you still could have gotten an eighty percent chance by using, you know, Goon and and Livis and and uh, Gonzalez Gonzalez eighty percent chance. But the payout would have been no the same no matter what if you succeeded. Could that have actually been received better? Maybe it would have been a more backup officer ability or a backup officer use case in that scenario. Could that have made it better? So, I feel like, I, go ahead. Go ahead, Gregor. No, oh, okay. Go ahead. So, I, I feel like all they had to do was just put these traits on all the officers that statistically people aren't using because you still have to acquire the trade XP. And they could have scaled the trade XP and it would have just been like, goon and and all the people you don't use that got all the traits right so you kind of gave people the ability to do it without burning their good officers mm -hmm. and the trade xp is really the barrier so who cares right it's just trade xp you have to acquire well dion i actually i personally i agree with you uh you say it wouldn't be better why take away a bonus no one forces you to use it 
I believe, and and again, you're kind of you're kind of right. But it wouldn't it, think of it from this perspective. It wouldn't have been a bonus if it never came out in the first place. Obviously, it's too late. You can't take it away now. Okay, like it's there. It's a part of the mechanic. But what I'm saying is, from the design perspective, if it came out that way to begin with, maybe players wouldn't have been as concerned with using their best officers, right? Maybe that would have been the the thing that helped soften the blow is that it didn't matter if you used Goon versus Kirk. You know what I'm saying? But of course, you're right. Now they've got the traits. So we warmed up with ATA 1.0. Now we've got ATA 2.0 and they got the traits. And now they're directing you towards what officers you need to work on, which may be better. Maybe that's better. You know, maybe it's better than just having a wide open selection with ATA 1.0, Gregor. Now they're basically telling you what officers you have to use. And you but get they, to, and you but get they to choose. put all the but they put all the good traits on not always but a lot of the good officers. They put them on well, they, they put them so, on epics, but I mean you're not I mean they, This is a great time to transition to what I told you about. It's like, well they just put these packs in the store. Why <laughs> did they put these packs in the store? These yeah. particular these three packs, right? Why would they make a pack for Mitchell? Mitchell's been one of the most hand on worst <laughs> epic officers in the game why in the world would you make a pack for mitchell and there's a reason tell who, us who what knows the reason in the chat well let's see if someone in the chat's already figured it out they may have so i bet that i bet they have we got we got smart people here today we do don't we uh. so uh, it's obviously traits but what specifically are those traits doing what are those traits going to be good for ah box shards Exactly. TOS Mitchell spot. has Very nice. three of those three of those four traits, right? So mm-hmm. exactly. And those officers that they put in have an assignment, a new assignment that has either two or three of those traits of those officers. Um, now, uh, Julie, I'm not. I, who cares, right? It's an epic officer that you can get twelve shards of, right? Right, wrong, or indifferent. His stats will be good. You can put him back on ATAs once you get him high enough. You put him below decks, right? You know, he may not make his way onto the bridge. N- Mitchell never made his Mitchell. way onto the bridge. Yeah, Mitch- Mitchell, useful, right? yeah, Mitchell has it either. <laughs> but, but hey, JB, just out of curiosity, is your Mitchell maxed? Yeah, you're nay, true or false. Just te- yes, he is. <laughs> he is maxed. All right, so TOS Spock's not going to be any different. We may not put him on the bridge, but he, like Bubba, he's going to have stats, blow deck, whatever. Nonetheless, he is a statistically valuable officer, so you'll probably, at some point, when you get the opportunity to, you're not going to turn down the chance to to upgrade him. So, so that's that's why that's available. Uh, let's move on to the next one. How about what was the, another one? Mud one was he offered in there? Uh, I think? Uh, both muds, right? Both muds. I think okay. it was both muds, wasn't it? It's I muds, yeah. I know why one of the muds was offered because it's the f- assignment I've chosen to focus on. Data. Okay, data. That's Mud 1. Mud 1 and Jordy are who I need to work on to get data. So uh, what about Eurydice? Anybody? Which one is Eurydice for? Is Eurydice the Latinum one? I thought she was an officer. Which one is Eurydice, Bubba Joe? Eurydice is Latin. Oh, it is Latin. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I missed, see, I missed that one. See, I missed that one, Bubba. I thought it was an officer one. Yep. So Latinum. Uh, fat, fat Mud is Burnham. Okay. There you go. So uh, reason. So yeah. So and then and then you know I I could see them doing these packs. They didn't, 
But I think it's entirely possible that they could do a Carol pack, a Gorkun pack, and a Shar pack, because those are the faction credit uh, new ATA assignments that we've been getting, which are also ones people want to do, right? Because they're 24 hours, you get you know a you know couple th- uh, thousand, fifteen hundred faction credits, right? So, and again, Carol has all for, for the has three of the four for Federation. Gorkun has three of the four for Klingon. Shar has three of the four for Romulan, right? So. It's, you know, there was a reason behind those packs. It was not arbitrary by any stretch of the imagination. This whole this whole and, month, like this month, not the whole arc, but this month has been very cerebral, very subtle even if you if you didn't, you know, take a look at the whole thing from the top down. Uh, and I agree with a lot of players that say it's almost too complicated for a mobile game. But then at the same time, like I, get, I love a good puzzle, so I, I didn't mind it as much. I know some players have missed out. Uh, and, and don't understand, but uh, this has been, from a design standpoint, extremely well designed. Now, where did they but, fail this month? Because there's a failure every single month, and this is what we get sick of. Where's the failure this month? JB, stop. I, it's not everything. I, f- I feel like there was, I, Bubba, we were talking about this. I feel like this month in particular, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, pay-based events or maybe it just seems that way but to me there's been too many of them there's been a ton well, of similar to been a ton of leader similar to that comment i think it's that there's no test drive i think that's the big failure for the feature that the feature this month is the traits and we're not getting nearly Are, enough xp well to be able so to let me let me counter this okay right? uh okay. and not that i disagree with you i want more xp too okay i want more xp too but we're also, Bubba, we got, we, our eyes are big. We're like goldfish, right? We got the big old eyes because our sights are set on the top-level assignments. I got a message from a player that I'd like to read to you super quick, if I can find it. Um, oh, gosh, am I going to find this here? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Here, okay, here, here it is. about the cargo I got it. Hey, oh. uh, I'm going to miss the show tonight. Oh, boy, you missed a good one. Uh, enjoy this listen back. I'm, I'm <laughs> rare form tonight. Uh, I just wanted to comment on the section about trade XP and not being able to test drive it for X number of months. I'm not exactly sure where this comes from. If you bite off what you can chew instead of what you want to chew, then you can do it. I've not put any money into it, and I have leveled a few traits to level a few level one traits, and I am getting critical success here and there on smaller, simpler assignments. So you are being able to test drive it. People just want to test drive it for a month. Test drives are 10 minutes. I think it's great as it is. Of course, I would always love more, but test drive is not a month-long rental. Just my two cents. Uh, I Well, that sounds like a designer if I heard one. <laughs> no, it's not. He's a player, and I, we've talked... Uh, several times uh, since uh, July. Uh, he's relatively new, uh, new to the show, about two, three months. But, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily – objectively speaking, he's not wildly wrong. We have our eyes set on big payout epic assignments, and we probably shouldn't be super surprised that we're not going to be able to do so, that this month. Hang on. So hang on. So let's talk about the data, right? So uh, granted, you know, you can – you can pick whichever one you want to do and focus on, right? But let's pick on the data one. The data one requires two trait threes and two trait twos. The latinum one 
two trait threes, two trait twos. The eight double ATA one, two trait threes, two trait twos. Mm -hmm. The trait ones are not prolific prolific enough. They are not any. They're not in enough away teams Dude, you assignments just, you to just, be relevant. You just named off like literally every epic assignment. Like, look at some uncommons. And and granted, I know, Bubba, you don't want to do an uncommon. I get that. All right? And that's where they get us, right? We've got our eyes set on the big prize. We want, like, we walk up to the carnival table, and we want the five-foot-tall stuffed teddy bear. All right? But we probably need to, like, we're probably going to walk away with, like, the little keychain rabbit's foot because the games are rigged. <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're going to go and you're going to play the ring toss game, but it's but you you're not gonna you're not gonna win the five foot tall bunny rabbit. You're gonna win the you're gonna win the little keychain. I like yeah? to take all the stuffing out and just wear the suit. <laughs> See, I mean, but that's that's the reality. You got to start at the beginning. We don't get to jump straight to the end, Bubba. Now, not again. I am not philosophically disagreeing with you. I would very very much like to get more XP. And do I think they are controlling it too tightly? Absolutely, I do. I, I, I'm with you a thousand percent. It was in my feedback report this week. It'll go in it again. Yes, but, but we have had all of our conversations. I've even had players message me like, you're talking about epics and I can't even get them until Ops 35. Or, uh, sorry, level 35, Shuttle Bay. They're right. We are looking at the big dog assignments because that's what carries value to us. But what about so, the one that pays? What about the one that pays out fifty G three uncommon? That's an uncommon assignment, and people are hitting with level one traits. So, so I want to bring up because because this was on the show that you missed, but this is something that Truck and Chick said, and I want to because I think it's because this is such a complicated mechanic, and it's so hard to see the big picture without the spreadsheet, right? Um, she's like, yeah, I was messing around with it, and I just I unlocked the uh, I maxed out all the traits uh, for Chen. My Chen. Yeah, saw that. And it's just like, that's going to happen. And then you're like, well, I just wasted two weeks, right? I just yeah. wasted 10 days of 10 okay, days. So yeah. that's right. So there's not, a, you got to give players a little, I'm not looking for 300,000 or even 200,000. Give the players a little bit more so that they can play around with this, get something to, you know, maybe they throw it all into one officer. Maybe they spread it around, but you give them just a little bit more so they can start playing around with it and not feel like, oh, well, I just wasted 10 days of effort because I, I didn't think about listen, it. Listen, I, I will agree with everything there. I totally agree with that sentiment. I think it's too shallow. I think it's too short. It's too little. I, I agree with all that. But it, to be fair, Bubba, a lot of our conversation has been talking about data and Burnham and Fluffy. So we're not supposed to be there. Unless you want to so, spend a bunch of money, we're not supposed to be there free to play yet. Those are epics and epic officers. We're not supposed to be there yet. Not free. We're supposed to be doing uncommons for free right now. It's that so, early. There was someone in the chat who wanted to come up to stage and ask a question. John, you there? Yes. Go Thanks ahead. for having me, guys. <clears throat> now, what you uh, got? I'm a uh, level 50 from server 16, and I built the uh, Tribune. Um, it might be, might be off topic, but it's still part of this arc, the last arc. Um, one one thing that they, they did in the beginning of this arc is that they buffed the uh, Enterprise and the Hecta. No problem there. I mean, for a year and a half, we've been, you know, saying that the the, the Tribune is the best ship in, uh, at the moment, you know, for uh, four star epic. But my question is, 
okay, you bought the Enterprise and uh, the Hecta. Now the numbers to me are are not fair anymore. My my uh, Tribune still has the same. The power level is still the same, but all of a sudden, the um, the, the the Enterprise is ten million over, and so is the Hecta. So when I go and and try to um, join an armada, or maybe in the future when there are more of these ships, I understand there's not that many ships out there right now, but and later on, there's gonna be it's gonna be no match as far as just the numbers. I understand that the Tribune is still as powerful as the other two epic ships, but how am I gonna be able to uh, make an armada if the, the the Enterprise at the same uh, tier is seven eight million? over assuming the same research done okay <clears throat> fair question i know it's i know people are going to say that that's that's a, a whale question it, it's fair the, there is a mechanic for that though john it, it, the armada leader should star you if you called in or if you if you're going they should they should star you that's that's the first and obvious answer uh but but secondly I don't personally know. I, I my server doesn't have a tremendous number of these ships. I, do you do you think that that there are enough of these ships to where you, as a level fifty, are going to going to be underpowered out of an armada? Oh no, that that that's the reason why I said earlier. I understand right now it's okay because my I mean oh, there isn't that many. DJ but I'm talking Gert. about I'm talking about in a few months. Or, or maybe sometime next year when a lot of people will eventually catch so, up and have these ships. Okay. I know. I got you where you're going. And, and actually, maybe maybe you didn't even realize the, the power that you have in your question because that is super validated by the audience. Uh, it's in your loot percentage. Foe, I saw you raise your hand and come to the stage, and, and you're the perfect one to ask about this. What is the power differential this is probably a you topic know, for another day. You know, what? you know what? Screw, screw the power. You know what my issue is? Is that how much larger the Tribune is on the screen than the Enterprise A? That's <laughs> I, I feel so inadequate. I love that. it. I feel inadequate. That... I don't know what to do about it. I just, I just need something done about it. I, fair, <laughs> fair, yeah, absolutely. The, I'm with you. I'm with you there. Okay, it's a beast. I of, joked one day with my, uh, with my. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, you, can you, you guys can, hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, John. I I joked one day with my teammates. I told them if enough of us have tribunes, that circle, armada circle, might not be enough for our ships. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They're true. Gonna They're going to be sitting on top of each other. Um, the okay. Tribune, the tribune. The officers on the tribune are so much better than the officers they have for the for the Hecta and the and the Enterprise, in my opinion. Because the firing um, that, better. That, yeah. But so, you know I mean, what? Even Listen, though, even though there's a power difference, it's still it's still. Ability-wise, ability I don't disagree with you, Phil. I, I think that that's been established, that they did kind of bring them up, but the Tribune does still reign supreme, even after the, boof, uh, the boost. But you know what? There is a mechanic, right, Bubba? And I glossed right over it. There's a mechanic that mathematically depends on power, and it's loot breakdown. All right? So, so Phil, let me ask you. Uh, let me ask anybody. Does anybody have... And this is definitely a VIP question, but does anybody have two identically tiered epic ships? I know that that's probably very few players, but no I'm, I'm driving. To I mean, point. I can, I can, uh, I can answer that maybe. Uh, the, the, reason, my teammates... the reason I'm looking for a specific player 
is because we want all things equal, right? We want we want components equal. We want research equal. We, we want this, uh, this and that. We, we want as much equal as we can. I'd like to know what the difference is between a tier six Hegta and a tier six Enterprise equal, equal, equal everything regarding power. I think you're on to something, John. I think it's substantially different. Isn't it, foe? It's like big time different, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That I, I hadn't actually thought about that. Handy might have an inform, uh, some information for us. Handy's coming to the stage. He's a level 50 from server 34. Handy, uh, welcome to the stage. Um, uh, he, There you are. Handy, welcome up. Do, can you provide some insight hey. here? What's the power differential between identical ships? Um, I don't know specifically because I don't have two similarly powered, but I was going to say that I can get you screenshots tomorrow morning. Okay, that'd be cool. Let's follow um, up on that because that, that definitely this um, is a topic for another day. We're three and a half hours in. We probably <laughs> this is already going to have to be two shows. Like I, I, I don't know either that or I'm going to have to cut out a bunch of the ranty. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to we're going to we're gonna have a lot of work to do. Uh, okay, okay. Hey, look here, K twenty K twenty one's got it. Um, tier ten ant and a tier twelve tribune. So that so the tier twelve tribune is forty nine million. The two-tiered less enterprise is now $61 million, and loot is going to be doled out based on that power, right, G? So the Enterprise A, maybe, <laughs> this is not, it's totally not serious. Okay, Maybe this is compensation for having a year and a half worth of a sucky ship. Now you get more Armada loot bonus, Bubba. <laughs> Foe, does that make you happy? You know it's not that. I, I, know, it, I know it's not that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I said it wasn't serious. Okay, I said, I said it wasn't serious. This is, this is just a Band-Aid <laughs> they've slapped onto the Ente and the Hecta, and I'd imagine they're probably going to change it again. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to be right. But, man, I, I mean, they did rebalance the base figures. Uh, they didn't even think about this. I guarantee you. I, I kind of right. got to agree potentially. I, I don't know. I don't know that 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 particular piece of conversation would have come up because I mean it. it I mean, th but there's only one thing that because I was gonna, even I when John was asking, I was even getting ready to say, listen, everybody knows ship power don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the abilities. It's how you use the ship. It's the statistics. No, they're not overbuffed, Divine. Not as far as abilities go. As a matter of fact, the NA is still inferior to the Tribune. Okay, the Tribune. It, it, you know what Ripper said? It. It's because of the firing pattern. All right? And you can't overcome the firing pattern with statistics, clearly. Where, where we gave the Enterprise A a buff of 10 million ship power, and it's still inferior to the Tribune. But here's well, the problem. I'll go back and say Ripper, Ripper said they should have fixed the ship ability to begin with. That would have been the real fix. I, I agree. It's it's ship ability should be cumulative versus every time it gets hit on the on the A. Well, oh, uh, okay. That that could work. That could work. That would, I don't know. That would fix a lot. Well, yeah, and and almost now they've painted themselves into a corner because now if you fix that, then you buff what they just nerfed, and then people go scream about a nerf. You know, it, they definitely have painted themselves into a corner here because because I think Scopely learned long ago you can't nerf a product. It happened with the baby jelly three years ago. I remember being miffed about it. All right, like real mad. A lot of players went and got that magic R word that, that is so taboo anymore. Players were mad about that. That was the baby jelly, Gregor. 
can't wait to see what they mess up when they fix this power distribution loop bug. I mean, yeah, this I, is. I have a suggestion, maybe if if it's okay with you guys. Yeah, shoot, throw it out there real quick because we do get it. We gotta get ready to yeah. wrap up. No problem. Um, I mean, it is, if instead of them working on the other two ships, the Enterprise A and the Hector, why not just focus on the Tribune and just adjust the numbers so they can match? Uh, per tier, you know, I, I, but I understand the power. The, the, the three ships have to be, in a way, identical in power, just like how the, the previous three-star epic ships were, in a way. It, I'm it, just saying, like, you're as right. far, because I, I have the three epic three-star ships, and, they, and they're nearly identical in power now that I have all the research done and all that stuff. They're nearly identical in power, but... Not 10 million difference. I agree. Listen, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely 100% right. Here's the problem, though. Because of the way yes. that ship power is calculated, it's not even something that they choose. It's not a number that they manipulate. It's based on the base values and statistics and DPR and all, and piercing and mitigate. All this stuff is a part of the ship power calculation. So they can't just go in and I change see. the ship power they would actually have to change something about the performance of the ship, the, the base values and statistics of the ship. And, and given that it's still the most powerful ship, if you increase those to make them back to the same power as like the Enterprise and stuff, then you've just undone the buff that you did to the Enterprise, and now the Enterprise is trash again. What they did is they, they, nice. did, they did bring them more in line as far as function. But if the power, you're right, is 12 million different, then, Gregor, I think it's probably safe to say that there's something written about the Tribune that is just ridiculously too much. It's too... It's the ship ability. Yeah. The ability. It's too much. They could just add some kind of loot buff just for the Tribune, just for Armadas, add some little small percentage that brings it up to par or something to that effect. Yeah. That probably I don't think there's any type of stats balancing they can do. It's all oh, about no. the ship abilities. The ship abilities is what makes them so different and from so each you other. Can't, yeah, and you can't change that Tribune ability, man. You, you can't. You cannot nerf that. Um, but Ripper's right. Instead of changing statistics, they should have just changed the abilities of the other two ships. They They've... They missed the mark. I mean, I, I know what they were trying to do, and, and in practicality, they did it. But you're right, Gregor. They did not foresee the side effect of loot. And now what? Now how do you fix it? <sighs> Good God. I don't know. There's no way that ship Thank is you so in your much ship for, your, uh, for uh, taking my question, guys. Absolutely. That's a great Love topic. We probably need to follow yep. up on that. That's an inc not a perspective I thought about before just now. So thanks, John. Appreciate that. Yikes. Yep. All right. Um... What's the time? Steven's Aaron, I don't even know runtime. What time did we go on? 8.40? 8.40, so 9, 11. Oh, God, it's midnight? Three. Oh, wait, it's only three hours and nine minutes? If we get off the air right now, then it's, it's still okay. I can still upload it. Is it really only three hours and nine minutes? All right, then we're going to take a break. Uh, Bubba, we're going to spend 10 minutes after the break, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to come around the panel. I know it's been a very hodgepodge of a show. Uh, we'll come around the panel. Handy, uh, you're welcome to hang around. Karkin, Arrow, uh, we are going to come around the panel. We're just going to give you guys two or three minutes to sound off. This will be like around the horn, okay? Everything is, everything is fair game. You get two minutes uninterrupted. Anything you want to say, anything you want to do, okay? We'll go around the horn. 
and then and then we're gonna bounce. I no, I'm, I'm just gonna give a prize. No time for a game, just because it's three hours and ten minutes, and we're still gonna do another ten minutes of content. So we gotta if we do like three hours, fifteen minutes, three hours, twenty minutes, I can make it work. Guys, gonna take a quick break. When I come back around the horn with our panelists, ten final minutes, we'll give away some trade XP, and we're gonna bounce out of here while we still actually have a reasonably timed show. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from O'Droll's Non-Alcoholic Beer, with just enough Novocaine to make you slobber like you're drinking the real thing. EA Sports presents Madden Football 2021 with all-new vaccine mode. I'm getting Moderna. Johnson & Johnson is only one shot, and that's for sissies. With all-new protest mode, you can take a knee even if you're not running out the clock. Stand up, you ungrateful punks. And every game is sponsored by an online casino, so you can win the Super Bowl and lose the house. Mom, what's a loan shark? EA Sports. If it's in the game, it's in the game. Oh, pumpkin spice, I'm done with you. Charge me big time Oh, but then you got crazy Girl, these products are insane Twinkies made of you I wasn't dreaming About the pumpkin dog shampoo Oh, pumpkin spice, I'm through with you I hate the chips and sodas too Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Trying to, trying to, trying to level myself out tonight, G. <laughs> Maybe if I listen to this for a little while, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out. Maybe I should go smoke some weed. Maybe I've just been stressed. Don't need to go. Is that legal where you live? It is legal where I live. Just like just recently passed. Do it up, buddy. I should. I like it. It is now recreational use where I live. Like I can even grow my own plants. <laughs> I can grow four plants. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I should just go do that. Hey, listen, I want to say this real quick. All right. Sure. I, I went I went a little bit apeshit a minute ago. And, and specifically, not to very many people, 
but to a name that I would recognize, I am actually going to apologize to Fire Pew. He's been here a really long time. You have just as much a right to voice your opinion as anybody else. I apologize to you, sir, because you've been a long-time person here. No, you know what? Nah, it's it's real. You, you, I owe you that. You've been here for a very long time. All right, you've supported the show for a very long time. I'm actually, I'm actually really pleased that you're still here, so I appreciate that, and I thank you. Okay, your opinion matters just as much as anybody else. I think, I think, honest to God, like I'm, I'm just, I'm grumpy. I'm a, I am a cat person. Sometimes, sometimes cats are very lovey and snuggly, and then other times they just want to rip your effing face off. I think I'm right there. I am grumpy. DJ says I'm grumpy today. It, part of it, part of it was probably that I was up till 5 a.m. Right, Bubba? <laughs> Which we need to do. We're going to wrap up with that. Uh, I was up till 5, then I had to get up and go to work. Work was miserable. I got held up at work. Sundays is so terrible. Sunday is so bad to go to work. All right? It's so terrible to have to work my job on a Sunday because we don't do a lot of business. Except today, Gregor, somebody shows up. We close at 5. Somebody shows up at 440 and test drives four vehicles. Four, and they showed up 20 minutes before we shut the door. Um, now they did end up buying, so I can't complain too awful much. They purchased, but I was there like two hours after close because I had to drive four cars. You know, so. Well, I hope you overcharged him at least. <laughs> naturally, yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> it's just, naturally, uh, there's an inventory shortage, so everything costs too much right now. But, but nonetheless. Um, you know what, Pew? I, I I am definitely not having like an overall good week. I'm definitely. Ooh, I love this one, Gregor. Yes. Oh man, this is one of my favorites. Oh, anyway, I it's it's been a weird week. I told you guys I had some personal stuff going on this week. It's changed. It, it, this week, it's making me just look at things for, for a minute and and you know what just as much as i told you guys not to get worked up over a game here i am getting worked up over you guys being worked up it's silly we should we should all take a deep breath myself included so pew i owe you an apology i'm gonna smoke many joints tonight uh and i'm gonna do it while thinking about you uh another one and he already and you know what uh i, I checked the audit logs gregor we had like four people leave the discord like in that in that 60 seconds i definitely pissed some people off and that's okay uh, you can't you can't please everybody, but but obviously I've never tried to be only a, four. Only That's four. By, I've by never. The way, I I've point never. Out, none of those people were on voice, so you you chose to read their chats and get worked up about it. I know, right? Well, I always monitor the chat. I literally like one hundred percent. I monitor the chat as best I can, almost all the time. Uh, that said, um, yeah, four people left, and and while I never, it's never my goal to be abrasive or offensive or or. It's that obviously we've been on this air we've been on the air for two years. We wouldn't have the following we did if it was if it was normal for us to be abrasive to people. Okay, I think that's one of the things people love about the show is that it is generally humanizing. It's very accepting. It's very objectifying, uh, or objective, not objectifying. I'm objectifying Bubba on a daily basis. Trust me, uh, but <laughs> uh, but but it's an objective show. And and we're usually fact based and, and you know what, Gregor, you know what? You you and I have had this conversation before. This is where I fail. When I get away from the data, that's where I fail. When I get editorializing or I get I get opinion speaking and I get soapboxy, that's where this show fails. And and it's happened more than once. It's happened more than one time that that um if I get away from the data, 
then I tend to get opinionated, and my opinions aren't the same as everybody's. So I apologize to anybody. I really do. Viceroy left as well. He, he actually left the Discord, so he may not ever hear this. Somebody can tell him. I apologize to him, too. I, I snapped at him, too. I apologize. It's never my intention. Okay? I just... I need to woos on. I need to smoke. I probably need to. I probably need to go have another whiskey and cola from Crown Royal in a purple can. It's kind of hard to remember. It's just a game, huh? Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's kind of tough totally to right. Totally right. Okay, got to woos a little bit. Um, Aries says, "Don't apologize for being real." No, but but you know what? I'm I'm held to a different standard. Okay, you guys are here looking to me for information. I, I'm the official podcast. Whatever. You guys are here. I have to conduct myself differently. Okay. A player can say something to me. That's fine. They call me shills all the time. i got to hold myself to accountable a little bit different. I can't just go back and respond to that player, and I shouldn't have. So it, it, it was real emotion, Fire Force. I appreciate it, and, and it is me to be the end. There's a, there's a degree of professionalism that happens here. Uh, today has not been my best day. It's not been my best week, and, and, and clearly some things caught me off guard uh, within the game. And so, you know, Pew, I snapped at Pew, I snapped at Viceroy, and that was inappropriate. It, plain and simple, no matter how you want to put it. Sure, I have a right to my emotions. I have a right to a bad day. But I don't have a right to the same thing I complained about on the official Discord. You have no right to speak to me that way. That player who called me an asshole and an illiterate and, and a jackass, he doesn't have any right to speak to me. And I said that. And then, and then what I do, I come in here and I yell at somebody. Someone who's supporting me, supporting our show and listening to our show. I don't, I shouldn't, that should never happen. So, Viceroy, I know you know, you're not going to, you, I hope that you do hear this. I, I mean it heartfelt. I apologize. I shouldn't have said what I said. That said, very quickly, uh, I know I said, we said 10 minutes, and I'm going to do my two minutes first, and serious, honest to God, put me on a clock, okay? Um, here we go. Ticking clock time, and uh, uh, here we go. Bubba Joe, uh, I'm going to start with the, uh, with the round, uh, round the horn. Troy, we did discuss Troy. I still believe that she's got some value, although in the current game climate, Gala can kind of do the same thing. So I, I get that, but I still think Troy has some value, has some value later on, but uh, be careful with that. Wesley Crusher, uh, Wesley Crusher's broken. Uh, his officer ability does, <laughs> does not proc. Uh, th this is real. Um, not made up, not conjecture, not... Uh, theory, if you decide that you want to watch six and a half hours worth of YouTube video, it's in there somewhere. I think we probably got to it, Bubba, around the 90-minute mark-ish, maybe two hours in. Uh, I know, absolutely shocking, absolutely unexpected, absolutely mind-blowing that an officer is released into this game uh, and doesn't work. Wesley Crusher's officer ability is, in fact, broken. Uh, Iris Jack wants an apology from Bubba Joe because he went and maxed Wesley Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> uh, Sand Coffin says, even if Wesley worked, is he worth using? Well, the, the question is, I mean, event, obviously Bubba thinks that the answer could be yes uh, eventually. However, uh, however, oh, see, there's one minute. Uh, however, obviously he's going to be fixed. But just in case you were disappointed in how he's working, uh, you're justified because he isn't, okay? Like, the captain ability does work, by the way. Captain ability does. The officer ability, the, the boosting your own self by 40% does not function. Doesn't work. Um, we talked about the some of the events. Uh, we didn't really talk about what's upcoming. He but just can't 
himself up, can he? That's a problem. Yeah, he just, just, just can't build himself up. We talked about some of the events up to this point. We did not talk about – no, Tabby Moza, he is not boosting himself, okay? The, the stats that are supposed to be increased, the 40%, okay, not functional. So when you put him on the ship – he is actually increasing in stats, but you want to know why? That's your away team's assignment, bridge crew uh, and captain's uh, boosts that, that you're getting stat boosts by putting him on the ship. If you really want to test him, well, you'll have to watch the YouTube video. We actually put him, we, we tested him extremely carefully, and, and it's on camera. You can see everything we did. It's probably about two, minute, two hours in. I think it's probably about, Bubba. I mean, you'll have to fast forward. You'll see it. You'll see it on the yeah, screen two, when we start tinkering. Two and this. a half, probably, yeah. Maybe two and a half. You'll see it. Captain Oblivious says three and a half. Was it really three and a half? Uh, anyway, you'll see it. You can get in there and, and watch. Um, but it he's clearly not working, and we very meticulously tested him. So that's not working. I am not going to focus on the upcoming event calendar. I probably should. I'm not going to. Oh, you know what? I will, with one exception. Parisi Squares, which starts tomorrow. This, um, okay, very quickly. I fear this event, Gregor. I'll tell you why. Um, they say that they've corrected it. They say that everything looks good. Okay, for example, uh, starting on the 22nd, which I think is Tuesday. Is that correct? Uh, no, Wednesday. Starting on Wednesday, the 22nd, we have round one. It is, uh, no, that's not right. There is an SMS that's supposed to be first. Here it is. Yeah, starting tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Today, technically, because it's after midnight. Parisi Squares, team captains, level 20-plus solo milestone. Um, you will choose a team. Now, this is – listen, I don't know what they're going to do with this. I do not know if there's going to be an any ship mechanic. I do not know how they built this, but there's going to be two teams. Team Picard, which is going to consist of Picard, Wesley, and Tasha, and Team Riker, which is going to consist of Riker, Beverly, and Worf. Okay. You are, according to the narrative here, according to their event guide, you are going to benefit by having the most available officers in that team, okay? So, for example, if you've only got Wesley and then Riker and Worf, then according to what they're saying, then you would want to choose Team Riker because you got two officers on that team and only one on Picard. Now, I don't know what the abilities are going to be. I don't know what you're going to have to do as far as like how the scoring mechanics are going to work. The, the event tomorrow is just going to be a, a straight-up hostile kill, presumably with bonus points for using these captains. Now, the, the first thing I'll say, don't get crazy fearful, all right? It's a 48-hour solo milestone, not 24 hours, Bubba Joe, but not two 24s, but one 48-hour solo milestone, we typically know that hostile hunting is not ridiculously out of whack most of the time. They're probably going to say, use these officers as a captain for a bonus. You don't have to. Um, but it's just going to be a basic hostile hunt. Okay? That is basically event number one of Parisi Squares. Okay? Um, by completing this solo milestone, and tell me what this sounds like, Gregor. By completing the solo milestone, you are going to get an entry token to the next event, which begins on Wednesday, which is a level 20-plus solo leaderboard. Now... EVP system warp token. <laughs> remember the last time we had uh, daisy-chaining events like this? It yep. ended up with PvP and that special token system. Mm -hmm. All right? That, to me, is extremely frightening. 
All right. However, they have assured us that they will not <laughs> repeat the mistakes of their past, Gregor. Uh, the Wednesday solo leaderboard only says only the strong will survive. They have not told me what consists of this event. But you will be stuck with your team. So, here's where you got to think ahead and maybe look at some of these abilities a little bit too, Bubba. Because only the strong will survive. We've seen that tagline before. Only the strong will survive. That tagline has existed in PvP events. Okay, we've seen that, that before. I'm extremely tepid about Parisi Squares. However, this is what's coming. So, Wednesday, everybody will be able to participate. Level 20 plus in a solo leaderboard. Um, I am not sure how deep the leaderboard is going to go, but the leaderboard will be sourcing an entry token into the Parisi Squares Finals, which is a server milestone, but broken up by team. So, last month, you remember how they, they broke up the server, Gregor? And, you know, you had the purple frame or the green frame last month, and you had to do a server milestone. We also discussed that it was roughly 35% of the total server population, blah, 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 blah. You remember all that, Bubba? Okay. Yep. All right. Super easy. This is uh, supposedly designed like that, except only the leaderboard qualifiers from Event 2 will be participating in Event 3. So I do not know how the milestones... Uh, have been scaled or whatever, but it is a server milestone. But but it much scaled back, Gregor. Uh, it is, uh, gosh, how do I describe this? It is a Team Riker or a Team Picard, but from all players on the server who got an entry token. So, so for example, let's pretend for a second in the solo leaderboard that let's say it's 20 members deep. Who knows? Okay. Let's say it's 20 players deep and 19 of them go with Team Riker. And one person chooses Team Picard, and then they make it into the finals. Team Picard's screwed, okay? Because you have a, you have a server milestone, but uh, it's not a server milestone. It's a, let me put it this way. It's a Team Riker milestone. Everybody who got the entry token from the solo leaderboard on Team Riker will be working together to accomplish a goal. Everybody who had Team Picard from the solo leaderboard who earned a token will be working together to accomplish a goal. That's why it's a milestone, but why it's not necessarily guaranteed to be balanced because it depends on how many people finish in the solo leaderboard and how, how unbalanced that could be between Team Riker and Team Picard. It definitely is interesting I think it has the utmost potential to be a disaster. <laughs> Bubba, early reaction to Parisi Squares. It can go well. It can, but it sounds like it's going. It sounds like it could be a nightmare. So I, I try, don't always succeed, to give every event the opportunity to succeed. So I am going to go in thinking positively but the way that they've put this together screams Gauntlet 1, and Gauntlet 1 was 
bad from start to finish. The only thing that's different about this than Gauntlet 1 is that the final is not a PvP in a locked away system. It is a milestone. But in doing so, and by splitting them up by team, it depends on... Literally, this entire event for an individual player is going to hinge on event 2, not 3. Like, if your server wants to be... If you guys want to be super OCD about it, assign placement in event two. And I know that sounds crazy. I am never a guy that says rig anything. But truthfully, like, if you want to make sure that people are going are gonna to get paid, you got to be real careful with the leaderboard. Either that or you need to go to your server and just be like, hey, listen, everybody just choose Team Riker because it's got Beverly. You know what I'm saying? Just everybody choose, everybody choose the same team. Then everybody can get paid. You know what I'm saying? But, but like I said, I just I fear imbalance because of this solo leaderboard. So, but that is Parisi Squares. But, uh, Gregor, you are still traumatized by the PvP Gauntlet event. Uh, how do you see Parisi Squares unfolding? Uh, I have no idea, man. I mean, who can say? We don't have any details about it yet, so. It's an interesting it mechanic. I, I don't mind yeah. the mechanic. I just, I fear that They've not They've never all... had a successful multi-tiered event before. <laughs> I fear ever, ever, ever. that not all contingencies have been considered here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't well, know. Well, and 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 not only have they not really had a successful multi-tier event, when was the last time they launched a brand new event that was a success out of the box? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ain't it? Just wait till the reward is two Picard shards if you're on Team Picard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting giggly now. Time to move on. It, it, uh, sorry. It, yes, my two, ten minutes. Two, three of ten. In all fairness. In all fairness, my 10 minutes this time has actually only been 15, and I'm wrapping up, okay? It's normally much more imbalanced than that. You guys get off my back. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Parisi Squares is happening. We're going to see. Starbase, my 10 minutes was 15. I, I Only 11, DJ says. Actually, 12. I'm good. All right, Bubba Joe, two minutes. Round the horn. Uh, you, got, uh, you got the first word. We'll wrap up right here. What do you got? Uh, all reaction, everything. Anything you want? Uh so okay so uh i i I want to apologize to everyone who was looking forward to my analysis of wesley crusher it obviously will not happen until he's fixed which will not be right away uh or at least i don't anticipate that there will be a hot fix for wesley (laughs) um but uh but i'm still gonna max him because i am gonna test him because i think there is a use case and what else am i gonna use my shirts on tasha um wharf um so uh so yes so that's uh that's what's gonna happen and uh yeah i i i I agree with gregor there's a lot to dislike about these (laughs) jayberg there's a lot that i don't like about this arc in terms of the events and 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 even little just like you know launch the auction miss the miss the number of shards for the unlock right they did fix it but i mean these are things that Scopely used to get right. These are things that we used to be able to count on being correct. And it seems like, I'm just going to say, it seems like this arc is intended to show us how bad things could be and that we're supposed to be happy when it's only bad. (laughs) You really think so? You think that's it? You might be right. I don't know. You might be right. Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't. It's probably not. It's probably not intentional. But it seems like we've taken a significant step back. You know, we've messed up a lot of uh, our uh, event launches, um, and and it's very frustrating because it's like we were making all these steps forward, and now we're just like we're back to you know the first month of the first arc, and it's completely you know I I don't understand how we could step that far back. 
All right. Uh, thank you, Bubba. I just want to go on record and tell everyone that I'm just super, super pissed off because I forgot to claim my dailies and now I have no biotics uh, for my resources tomorrow. And I'm very, very upset about it. Um, God, this is stupid. I, they were done, too. I did them. I just didn't claim them. So now I have no biotics for tomorrow. Gregor, uh, go ahead. Two minutes around the horn. What do you got? I want to spend my two minutes talking about the cargo exocomp. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, so so no, I I think Scopely needs to remember that uncommon officers exist in the game, and it's okay to have some of those. And probably Worf. I mean, they're it's like they're making officers rare and epic just because they were uh, popular or well known characters in the game, not necessarily because their abilities match up. And I think they probably need to reevaluate what rare and epic means. Uh, and they still have some time in this arc to surprise us. I hope they do. I hope everything on the event calendar is not how this arc ends. It will feel like a bit of a sputter out to me. ATA 2.0 reboot was good for officer acquisition. I think even for Burnham or Data, whatever, that's good. I do feel like it was disjointed in the relaunch so fast after the initial launch, like you guys brought up already. And the last thing I'll say is something Bob and I have talked about a lot, which is uh, if you're going to have an auction in an arc or something, it's I feel like Scopely needs to remember that free-to-play and low-play pay, pay, play, pay players are key to this game, and you cannot just monetize everything. So please remember that uh, they're an important part of the game. I like it. Um over monetization is something that has caused other games to fail. Now I don't I don't see this one failing. I, I honestly don't see Scopely yanking it. Don't I don't see him going off. Uh but you know, there there is a delicate balance there between your revenue model and, and kind of keeping people at least satisfied. I and mean, it seems like we're angry about a lot of things anymore. Uh and Scopely I, I you know, I think you control that. I think you can 100% control it. And why you choose not to, I, I, it, it is beyond me. PR and marketing is really important to a lot of companies. It doesn't seem to be important to you. And I really actually don't understand that. You know, happy... I, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, Arrow, two minutes, round the horn. Um, you know what? I don't think I really have anything to add at this moment. I <laughs> think everybody's done a pretty good job of covering everything. Karkin, uh, you want two minutes around the horn, buddy? Um, I might be the only one who's enjoying this arc. I loved it. <laughs> you know, I like to base my, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing quite well in leaderboards. I got third on the away team. I scored lots of event points with, uh, the mining. I, I, I got three of 10. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with you know how this one has rolled out. So, Huzzah. Well, yeah, okay, there you go. <laughs> and, and you know what? Listen, that that's proof positive that maybe Bubba that the lower ops level players are finding this uh, finding this a little bit more enjoyable because their expectations uh, are set, you know, t towards lower ops level of acquisition of things. Um, but if if that's the case, then then what Scopely needs to consider is is how to keep a majority of their players happy. I really have happy. to also add a big thank you to them for because I was really mad when it, initially you weren't able to do the storyline missions. 
That's so true. when I was able to, you know, do the, even if there wasn't an event attached to them, like there is probably that I didn't even get to see. I don't care. I was just happy to go through and you know see. You know, that, that's the true. They did. That was something. And and I know and that Bubba that Bubba acknowledged so I, that I uh, in his show that they did drop the ops lock or at least lowered the ops lock for the core missions, which they never even told us they were going to do. They just did it, and I'm pleased. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I don't know. There just seems to be a lack of, of, um, priority in, in general customer satisfaction. And I just, I don't really understand that, but, uh, is what it is. Uh, handy around the horn. You want two minutes? Yeah. I just want to say that I think they did a pretty good job on this arc with, um, officer acquisition with the battle battle store. So I, uh, event store. So I like what they did there. The one bone I have to pick with the arc in general is that on servers like ours that have been around a long time and have progressed quite far, you've got a whole bunch of low-level people that got all the officers for free, and then you've got guys like me that didn't get any of them because there's so much competition, and the it's just ridiculous. So I think they need to kind of redo the bracketing based on the specific server or have some kind of model set up um, for servers in general so that newer servers get different bracketing than old servers uh, to kind of make some of those things a little more fair. You know, Handy, originally you know that the 40-plus leaderboards were so narrow because they blamed it on population. Doesn't feel that way anymore, though, does it? <laughs> no, triple the number of auctions. Yeah, just more auctions, more, more, more. It'll spread out, and it'll all even out in the wash. Mm. Well, it's just auction, 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 and it's just nickel and diamond. The bigger players, and then you get to the point where even if you go for the auction and spend hundreds, of, like on my server, I could literally drop hundreds of dollars and not get anywhere close to getting anything. Uh, Handy, just one one follow-up to that. And I have said this before, and I know some people will look at trying every opportunity, but are you are you trying to, like, stack up for one auction and then, and then still just getting beat out, or are you trying to do them all? Typically, no. Um, I usually just skip most of them, and if I see something I really, really like, I'll go for it. But even then, even if I'm stocking up and saving my resources and saving um, – just, you know, saving, leaving things open for me to research or whatever it may be for that particular auction. Still, even then, um, without dropping a considerable amount of money, it's extremely difficult to place. Yeah. So I think maybe my server is a unique situation. I don't know, but it doesn't seem weighted fairly. That's all. Fair enough. Uh, Steven Aaron, you got the final word before we wrap up. Stevens Aaron's at work. He may not be able to talk. Are you Are you here, my friend? We then we may be done. Are we done? I think Arian wanted to say something. Where's Arian? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Hey, Arian. Two minutes. You got the final word. I don't even need that long. Um, just the the issue now with when you're trying to target a ship during a base raid with the update with they made with that. Oh, I have good news on that. I can stop awesome. you right there. Uh, Scopely has acknowledged. Scopely has uh, implemented how, – how do I say this? Because I, I guess I probably shouldn't be saying – let me let me say this. Yeah, we got you. 
and it will change next patch. I don't know if it'll get better or worse. I don't know. I don't know if it get better or worse. But it took a while for them okay. to fine tune the last time they changed. Target. Yeah, the, the, they they we have that is already hurt. already adjusted. We've been talking. That's actually crazy enough. Uh, this this is cool. This is probably like our first real like communication of a thing. Uh, Ripper and I with our new technical engineer handler uh, reported it. He came back to us with a couple of options and a, and a couple of ideas, and we gave our feedback. And he says, "Cool." Next patch. All right. Now, whether so, if it doesn't work, then you can blame me and Ripper. <laughs> Listen, no, I, I, I don't mean that. I'm just saying we were able. Yeah, I guess I do mean that. We we chose. They. I don't even know how to describe this. I asked, answered, and addressed, Arian. We'll see how it turns out. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> We'll see how it turns out. Okay. Uh, yes. All right, everybody. Contest and pick. 5,000 trade XP. Random winner. Congratulations. Proto Matter. Proto Matter. Congratulations to you. Proto Matter, we got you hooked up with 5,000 trade XP. Thank you for being here uh, and listening to our number 10 of content this week. Goodness gracious. Go watch our YouTube channel. Subscribe. If you know, if you've got a free seven hours, go check that out. All right. Woo. Go to that. Also, visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can go and you can find links to our YouTube channel, our Patreon page, uh, our merch store. Hey, go buy merch. We got hats and masks and, and like, you know, blankies, socks, cell, cell phone thingies, too. Lots of thingies. All right, go get the merch. All right, subscribe to the channel. Uh, click on the bell. We thank you guys so very, very much. Finally Famous, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you, Silent Killers. It is a new week, technically. So so we did 10 hours of content this weekend and 28, uh, 28 minutes of content this week so far. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for some weed. Uh, no, catnip. Catnip is what I said. Sorry, I, family friendly, right? To all the children still listening at 1230 at night. What's up, kids? Go to bed. You got school tomorrow. And I was talking about catnip. Nothing else. Okay? Everything else is bad for your brain until you're old enough to make that decision as an adult. Okay? There's your PSA. No weed until you're of legal age. And even then... I totally agree with that. Even, no weed until you're of legal age. And even now, I'm only taking it because I'm, really, I'm in pain. Emotionally and physically, I'm in pain. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that's right. Old, old enough that your brain is already shot. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate everybody. Thank you to the gold patrons. Uh, I love you with all my heart. I, I probably should not even try to read your name tonight. My eyes are fuzzy. Actually, during the show, you want to hear a funny story real quick, Bubba Joe? During the show, my head started to hurt, but I didn't want to take a break. So I literally took my contacts out, and they're sitting here on, the de on my counter of my laptop all dried out and wrinkly. And I put on my glasses like during the show. Y'all didn't know I did that. Y'all didn't know I did it. I did it on the fly. My eyes were hurting. So my contacts are all messed up, and they're sitting here. That's gross. Kind of messed up. It is kind of messed up. <laughs> it is messed up. Now I, I burned a pair of contacts. I'm gonna have to go find another pair of contacts. Might just might just not wear them for a few days. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Listen, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You've been listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command Special Podcast. My name's Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood grumpy cat. Saying meow for now. Love you, man. Catch you on the next one. Bye.